Well, Joe Arwain, how do you feel about tonight's episode? I feel pretty confident. I think it's gonna go well. Yeah, very good. Well, wise words. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, well you do the <laughs> Who's thing- Who's that woman in the dress? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. How many sidecars have you had tonight? Man, how many vermouth sidecars have you had? You're cut well, off the seven. That was fucking lucky. Those were fluorescent bulbs that just fell and did not break. <laughs> Ma'am, I asked you how many vermouth sidecars you had. None of your business, all right? Oh, that's what she always says. Old broad. Feisty old broad. Are you going to take it or leave it, or what? I'm going to take it to the limit one more time. <laughs> I'm going to take it to the Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck okay, it, we'll do it live. Whoa, I didn't see you guys there. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. What are you doing here? Wait, wow, oh my god, we're just chilling. Welcome to the Dylan Show Basement Podcast for a super, super, super special episode. Absolutely. What episode is this? Well, it's been another 10 episodes, and you know what that means. It's time for another Bro Down Hoedown, and it's episode number... 60. 60. 60. And you heard it from our hottest guest of all Certified time. Certified hotness. Um, and for the future. Excuse me, good sir. Yes, sir. I do believe I got promoted to the hottest resident. Residence. Hottest paid resident. And that's why he paid. gets that's where the that's why he gets the hat. Shut up. The only one hottest <laughs> resident can get that hat. Maybe you win money on the scratch tickets later. That'll be your compensation. <clears throat> We're back here in the basement, folks, for another countdown, and it's another weird one. It's not going to be top 10 birds, not top 10 mammals, even though those are a great fucking... If you haven't seen it already, go back and watch them. They're some of our best work. Until today. Today, we're coming down. It's the summer months. What's better on a nice summer night than driving up in your Chevy Chevette, putting your arm around your, your, your best gal, and just rolling up, grab a back of popcorn, and watch a nice drive-in film. So today... We're here to talk about movies once again, but no, 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 not top 10 best summer movies, not top 10 blah, blah, blah. No. Today is make your own movie. Like baking a cake, we're bringing our own ingredients, and we're going to spin the wheel a couple of times. We love that wheel. And when it all is said and done, we have to pitch each other our movie that we've made, and whoever wins, whoever's voted the best movie, we have to make the movie. And then come up with about $200 million. But that's the next thing. But basically, whoever wins, wins the best movie. Is everyone down? Oh, I'm ready. Do I'm we down, understand yeah. the rules? To establish the rules, we pick three <clears throat> actors. We get to pick one director. And then the wheel shall decide which location and genre of film we get. And from there, we're going to have to pitch the best film of 2023. And for those of you who knew, uh, are new to the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, you will be able to find us on our website very, very soon, thanks to a certain special. That's right. Somebody. Our website will be launching soon under uh, djbasementpodcast.com. That's with a B. And Ends with a T. And with a T and a dot com. Mm -hmm. And that's Dom right there. Dom, say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. I'm Dylan. Hi, I'm Joe. And that's Joe. So let's get this party started and let's see what's going on with 
actors, genres, and locations. Absolutely. So we're first going to pick our we – have, we have three actors to pick from. We just get to pick one. You can't – as the other rules go, if someone picks your actor, too bad. You, you can't you can't snooze, double up. You lose. You snooze you lose. We don't make the rules. We don't make the rules. We just make the rules. We... And uh, Dom, I think because you're our hottest uh, resident, I think you get to go first, and we'll go around the horn classic style where it'll go to Dylan then me, and we'll do it the clockwise method just to keep things of simple. Course. So I guess <clears throat> say you're actor or actress, and then you know say a few things about them to defend them because you're basically selling your ingredients to your cake here. Why your movie's going to be so good? You don't even know what kind of movie's going to be yet. But what you do know is that this person is going to be the best part of it, and in no particular order. They don't have to be starring, co-starring, whatever. We'll decide that when the movie comes out. Yeah. Okay. You just get to have your three, like, picking a dodgeball team in gym class. Except the nerd might be picked first. Dom, take it away. Well, it was not easy to just go off such a vague concept of picking an actor. Yeah, not, so, not a very specific concept like Apocalypse Survival Team. Yes. Now that one's easy that to nail we, down. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason I picked Daniel Day-Lewis for that. And Jack Sparrow. Oh, wait, well, Daniel Day-Lewis might have another <laughs> appearance on the podcast. I was gonna pick uh, that true, that ancient true. See now, so my, my my first um, <laughs> choice for actor is actually a thirty-year-old Mormon woman. Mormon? <laughs> Meryl Streep? <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna go with Jeff Bridges. Mm. Jeff Bridges. Great fucking. He's actor. a thirty-year-old Mormon woman. Yes. He is a thirty-year-old Mormon woman. Yep. Yeah. And actually, when this movie comes out, that's what he'll be playing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you spin Mormon. <laughs> Um, no, I think Jeff Bridges is someone, he's a great actor that you kind of forget about sometimes, because he's, you know, hasn't been in much lately. Mm. But yeah. I only have to talk about one movie to say why he should be in this. The Big, Big Lebowski. Lebowski. <laughs> it's great. He plays the dude. Oh, I thought you were going to say perfectly. Tron Legacy. <laughs> well, I could have said the remake of True Grit. Yeah. He's also, yeah he does a very good job in that, even though it's not as good as the original True Grit. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, Jeff Bridges from an acting family. And it's just all around, yeah, cool. From Tim, so Bridge, Tim Bridges and Pat Bridges. You know, <laughs> so when I, when I for a while, I, I've seen The Big Lebowski and all those things, mm -hmm. I always got Jeff Bridges confused with... Bo Bridges. Nash Bridges from the show. He's like a cop, drives that yellow Firebird or something. Don't know him. It was like this like ridiculous, like, dads before fucking all of those, like, dad shows. Like, like, if you watch... Chuck Norris is anything you were watching this dude shit in like 2000 and 2000. So it's like the, the modern version of the dad show. Nash. That sounds yeah, very pretty familiar. much. It was called Nash with an N as in Nigel. Wasn't that the name of the show? I think it was called Nash. Yeah, was like that was agent, the name of the show. Special Agent Nash Bridges. Mm -hmm. But just, the actor's name around, is not Nash You just Nash drive Bridges. around like no. LA just like in this and yellow muscle Bridges. car in 2000. <laughs> just pull up to In Nashville. Just pull up to crime scenes. <laughs> He's just a, a DPW worker in Nashville, Tennessee who inspects bridges. But he drives a yellow Firebird. Yeah, it's not a Firebird. I don't even know what the fuck it is. They just like just do like a donut thing and then oh, park yeah. his car, and then like fucking shoot people. Yeah, shoot bad guys. Says something yeah. witty. You put a revolver yeah. out of your uh, yeah. you know your chest yeah, one of these holster. Things, just bang, right bang, bang, bang. Anyway, it's not the same guy. We're doing it's Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Big Lebowski. Yeah, he's great in a ton of shit. Um, uh, like the uh, like Tron Legacy, <laughs> Starman. <laughs> I can't think of anything he's in, but he's, he's the shit. Definitely a great choice. One of the greatest actors of all time, easily. Oh, he's also in Iron Man 1. He's the bad this guy. This is true. Obadiah, whatever his last name is. Obadiah Slobadiah. 
That's Ellie, your first one. Actor Jeff Bridges. Jeff this Bridges. is weird because we can't vote it out. That just is his pick. We don't. We can argue for why our people are good now when we should. But you get to lock in. You keep it. Dylan, what's your first actor or actress? It's <clears throat> a great question, Joe. Thanks. For it's twenty twenty two. So when I say actor, I mean a person who acts. I don't need to, you know, do waiter, waitress, with we'll a server, like actor. Okay, we're progressive yeah. here on this podcast. So actor means chicks too, and anything in between, exactly. like um, like like Tom this. Holland. Yeah, like this. My actor of choice is the lead singer of Creed. <laughs> Scott Stapp. With arms wide open. Scott Stapp. Under sunlight. You never disappoint and in disappointing. And why him? Because every fucking thing he's Because he in, can take you he's higher. He's going to take you higher. <laughs> he's going to come. Because I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking. Oh, God. So... Uh, in any movie he's in, whether it's a horror movie, a romance movie, a Who knows war movie, yeah. he's talking like this. <laughs> so that's my that's my thing. And thanks, Joe. So he has, he has, it has to be a Scott musical for him. Stapp. No, it doesn't. Well, Dude, he, this he, could be the fucking you know notebook. Have you ever heard him <laughs> talk before? He, he he doesn't sound like that when he talks. I have. I, I listen to him on the way here. He sounds like that. Well, let's go then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scott Stapp, my let's pick. Make a great fucking pick. You almost said he wasn't allowed until you said, and anything in between. Of course, of course. So you said girl, boy, yeah. whatever. I just meant male and female, but yeah, of Lee course. Lee Creed. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick. At least he has a name. And not a general concept of a person. His name is High Lee's- school janitor is who I picked for my first actor. <laughs> All right, Joe, I think it's your turn. All right. I'm going to pick this. This is the first one I, I wrote down out of my many options, and I'm going to stick with him because I think no matter what, he's going to make a great film. I've never seen him. I've seen him in bad movies, but I've never seen him be bad in any movie, which I think it's a sign of a great actor is that even in a bad movie, they're the best part of it. And it's mostly been all good, and that, of course, is one Denzel Washington. Damn. Just absolute killer from John Q to Glory to Training Day to... Uh, uh, Book of Eli. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Another great one. I mean, he's just a killer actor, and he's got he's got funny lines here, like an American gangster and stuff like that. But he can he can just play the whole range of things, and he's one of those people where he, he just commands the scene, and he can make a movie, or he can just be in it, and it's gonna be a fucking fantastic time. And Denzel, I think, is um, even though he's much lauded as a great actor, I don't think he's high enough on the list. P- people put a whole lot of other people before him, but I think of our time when we've been alive. He might be uh, one or one A of the best actors in the world. I just love him. So, what? Is I want him in my fucking movie. What is an example? Fuck you. Of a bad movie that he's in, but he was still good in it. Because I, I can't know. think of a single movie he was in that was bad. I, no, not for me. I can't think. Of, but I'm thinking of people like Sam Jackson, who's a great actor, and he's in totally oh. shit movies. But whenever he's well, in it, you're like, that's great. It's a great part of it. But Denzel, I can't think of a bad movie he's been in. No, a lot uh, of his movies, he's, he's very... Oh, uh, he's, Man, Man on Fire is not a great movie, but he's so good in it. Oh, and The Equalizer, it's not that great of a movie. Of course, but but every time you see right. him, you're like, this is great, but the movie sucks. But he's great in right. it, so the he makes too. the movie good. So yeah, Equalizer is my answer for that. Equalizer is not a good movie. Yeah, you, you talked your way through it. Thank you. Take him a Pelham 123 remake. What? With John Travolta and... Uh, Denzel Washington. No, I didn't hear a movie you said. The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. It sounds like a World War Never II. I feel like you would have seen the original. It's from the 70s. Is it's it about a, it's a, a hill? It's a hostage subway movie in New York Ooh. City. 
yeah. and take a subway hostage. It's kind of like just one dude just jerking speed. off, looking at everyone like that comedian yeah. said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Dave Chappelle. Yep. 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 Dave Chappelle said that. Absolutely. That's the movie. Yep. So that that is our. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're. Did you read my notes. <laughs> How the fuck did you know that? Uh, <laughs> the taking of your virginity. Well, one, two, three. <laughs> Thinking of your innocence, three, four, five. All right. So that's going to be our, our first round there. It's our first round of actors. We have Denzel Washington. We have Jeff Bridges. And we have Scott Stapp from Creed. <laughs> Dylan, you can start us with our second actor. Awesome. Uh, I've got a, a, a good one here because this guy's... Uh, well, let's go then. Let's go then. <laughs> that's going to go the whole night. It's another lead singer of a sort of mediocre rock band I that really you hope that's not hated true. growing up that I you I really hope this now. isn't your list. Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. We did nice. not. We did not establish whether people need to be alive or not, and I, I think you don't have to. In it's the movie, whatever they, time. In, in the movie, they don't have to be alive either. He can just be dead in the movie. Yeah. But no, uh, he's most famously known from the movie Sea um, Spot Run. Uh, Daredevil. Nope. Nope. Yeah, nope. he's Kingpin in Daredevil. No, no. Yes. Yes. Daredevil. Oh, sorry. I was thinking. Yep. Yep. So he's got the big bullseye on his head or the kingpin or something. Oh, that's bullseye. That's he's bullseye. kingpin. <laughs> he's kingpin. Yeah. All right. That's Colin Farrell. And But and more famously, actor. one of our hottest residents' favorite movies, Dom, what is it? John Coffey. The Green Mile. The Green Mile. He's Which the Green is Mile. going to be brought up at some point. I'm going to be talking about The Green Mile at some point tonight, just so you know. Fantastic. But he's fucking so huge. Yeah. He's, 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 also, he's also Ricky Bobby's pit boss. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. also in uh, The Talladega Nights about Ricky Bobby, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. Michael Clark Duncan, man. What a dude. Of a long list of actors with three names that just light it up. Lights it up, dude. Much respect for him. Rest in peace, bro. It's already going to be a great film, no matter what you spin. The, the two of the stars are Michael Clark Duncan and Scott Stapp. <laughs> this movie comes around around 2001. It's the best movie of all time. <laughs> it's a hit. Um... Ah uh, shit! All right, my number two person, my number two actor. I'll, I'll have to snag him up before now. Now I was thinking, actually no, let's do let's do our other options. We'll do a little segment where we're going to pick besides this. I don't want to go through all okay, that yeah, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to snag him up right now because, as far as I understand, he's probably even though I don't say it a lot, my favorite actor, and it's because every Joe, time I'm he's right in here. some shit. Um, I know. I'm going to say your name in one second. Uh, Dom Irera. No, I'm just kidding. Dom DeLuise. Kidding again. Leonardo DiCaprio is my so pick. Solid. I mean, I can't What's even finish in? listing in all this. Uh, Titanic, I think. What's Romeo eating, and Juliet. What's eating Gilbert Grape? No. <laughs> Shutter Island. Django Unchained. The Aviator, I mean, the fucking list goes on. Once the Departed. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once upon time in Hollywood like, I mean, Wolf of, Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, the guy, not only. Inception. Yep, uh, the one where he gets eaten by the bear, the Revenant. Oh, yes. Revenant. Yeah, I mean, fucking he's fucking amazing and everything. Yeah. And it's not just that he, like, you know, when he was young, obviously he played, like, the like the cute, charming boy or whatever, but now he's getting an older man, and he's playing any role he wants, and he's still hanging out with 25-year-old chicks like a great Hollywood guy would. Not all part right, of the program. Right, right. But, I mean, the guy can literally play whatever, and I know they don't actually have him play everything, but he's played so many different characters and done it in such, like, a charming and fun way. He's not just, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he's, like, the sexy, cool guy. Like, he's he, he plays all kinds of weird-ass shit. Like, him and, as Howard Hughes in The Aviator was fucking awesome, and he's, like, a crazy OCD genius who's, like, going mad and peeing in jars mm-hmm. with blonde fingernails, and I was like, you sold me, man. He, he's just fantastic. Again, like Denzel... I've never seen him in anything where I've been like, he really phoned it in there. He sucked in that. I'm like, he's always the best part of anything he's in, and that's what I need in my movie. You had to have 
Not six, not seven, eight fucking Manhattans. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ah! DiCaprio is my pick for number good two. Pick, good pick. You can't really, yeah. I thought I was going to get it stolen from you, so I'm glad I snagged him up. Well, after hearing those two, I am questioning my choice, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, for my second actor, I'm picking Anne Hathaway. All right, I almost I had her on my list. I had her on my list. Just starting with not the Princess Bride, but the Princess, Princess Diaries. Diaries. Yeah, almost yes. said that. Yep. All the way up to um, fucking The Dark Knight Rises. Oh man, that's what sold it. Sold her to me is The Dark Knight Rises because I was kind of you know you know you know she's like Devil Wears Prada and I don't know she's mm-hmm. kind of like a one trick pony but um. Oh um, boy, also, I don't I mind riding I, that pony. Admittedly, I've never seen it, but... Meryl Streep's in it, too. Yeah. Les Mis. She that, did that. She's an incredible singer. I mean, she won uh, Best Supporting Actress for that, too. You yeah. mean Less Miserables? Yeah, Less yes. Miserables. Yeah, Less Miserables. I mean, that... I mean, she's fucking killer. Uh, what's the movie with the... Uh, her other Batman movie? They, they both go to... Brokeback Mountain. Oh. <laughs> That's a great one. She's good in that, too. Uh, but she's one. not a gay cowboy. Good to know. But she's fantastic and a ton of shit. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, do you guys want to do our first commercial break? Because I feel like we're, we're running through this too fast. We're going very fast, yeah. Because we don't argue. Yeah, I thought we, we were still argue. We're going to have to argue at the end for a long time. But I don't mind taking a first commercial break right now. Keep your break. You should argue. Commercial break. <laughs> what were you watching? Well, you just pulled up, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you think it's gonna be something else, and then all of a sudden, it's going on. Then the guy steps in, and he's he's taking off his fucking jeans, and he's gonna ponytail down to his ass. I'm like, I can't. I can't see <laughs> he's the guy in the porn, and he's got a ponytail down to his ass, and I'm like, oh, well, so she can grab it. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but I was like, you can't, you can't even watch the girl. This is so. Funny. It's so funny. This is ridiculous. Like, and everyone's got like a fucking beer belly and long hair. Like that, he's the sexiest man alive. And I'm just chest hair. Done the happy highway. Yeah, it's Tom the their belly just touching this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm a provider. <laughs> Can't get much harder than that. I make 50 grand a year. <laughs> I'm a liquid. So I'm starting this round, and I will pick the number one Laker girl, Paula Abdul. Welcome back to the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. We're in the next segment. We're going to pick one more actor and then a director who's going to be the director of our film. We're basically producers here, in other words. We have yet to secure funding. We're writer, producer, slash, because we're going to write the script, too. Hence the hat and the suspenders. Right. And then, hence, me wearing a t-shirt, because, like, you know, in this day and age... This day and age, anything goes. Anything goes. Like that song uh, from Wally, Right. Is that Wally can't, can't, Wally can't, can't talk. Wally? No, no, yeah, there is the song, and he's like, da, 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 oh yeah, da, yeah, da, yeah, 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 that's a good one. That's not anything does that's Hello yeah, Dolly, Wally. or it should be called Hello Wally. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna pick my first or my third rather, my God, final actor, and it's and it's <laughs> Tim Allen who played Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> no, 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 no. My pick is actually Amy Adams. It was a Ooh. fantastic actress. Um, 
many of us have seen her in amazing films. She's got fucking tons of range. American Hustle, I love her in that. She went, for most movies, she's like a sweet, you know, like, you know, cute lady. And then in American Hustle, she's a badass baller wife who, like, doesn't take shit from anybody. Her husband's fucking Jennifer Lawrence, and she's not fucking standing for it and just killing that role. She's also amazing at starring in Arrival, which I think she was a nominee for that movie. Man, she was good in that. She was great in that And uh, let's not forget... Also in Talladega Nights. That next thing I was gonna say, <laughs> the first movie I ever saw her, and I didn't know who she was. She's the the nerdy girl in Talladega Nights who falls in love with Ricky Bobby. No one even knew her name by then. Oh, yeah, Amy Adams was mm-hmm. her name though, and she also played uh, Hot Pam in The Office. Yes, in the early mm-hmm. season, yeah, because they really are very similar. And actually, oh, yeah. the next movie that Will Ferrell went on to make, Blades of Glory, they had Jenna Fisher play the love interest, basically doing Amy yes. Adams V yeah. two. Amy Adams. She was also Dux. in uh, the Dude Cox story. Oh, Walk Hard. Yeah. Yes, absolutely great. But well, we're not anyway. talking about Jenna Fisher. No, no, we're talking we're talking about Amy Adams, which I think not only is she a great actress and one of my favorites ever, um, she's got a range. I've seen her be funny, I've seen her be serious, I've seen her cry, I've seen her kick someone's ass. I mean, she's got all kinds of range, and she's got the gravitas or the lightness in order to carry my movie. And I picked two pretty heavy-handed people, and I might need her to either lead this thing or run in in the uh, in the gutters to try to like bring this thing along. As, as a great supporter or, or to run the show. And I think that um, she's got the most range out of these three. Although I know Denzel and Leo have been funny and cool and all kinds of shit, I don't know if Denzel Washington or Leonardo DiCaprio could star in a straight-up comedy, but I know that Amy Adams could. And she could basically star in a movie about her kids dying, which, you know, that's a drama, baby. That's my pick, Amy Adams. Nice pick, Joe. Thank you. All right. Well... For my third pick, I'm going with someone who hasn't been in a movie in a long time. And I'm not saying he deserves to be in more movies, but I think he should be in more movies. So Humphrey Bogart. Sean William Scott. <laughs> Stifler! <laughs> wow. It's out of left field. I think he would be great. This is already the most this <laughs> podcast ever. Dylan picked Scott Stapp, he picked Sean William Scott, and I picked Michael Scott. Go ahead, why? Um, the Rundown, American Pie 1. American Pie 1. Uh, let's not forget uh, Role Models. Role Models. Great yeah. Role Models. People forget about that because Paul Rudd wasn't that famous yet. Yeah, and that was a great movie. Yeah, and so also Fogel's, uh, in, Fogel's it. in it too. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched that one in your basement. Yeah, actually. That one's yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Um, I don't even think I have to explain why I picked Sean William Scott other than saying those two movies. Straight charm. He's all charm. He's also in that movie Goon with the hockey players. He is. Good. That's actually a pretty good movie. That's the only thing I've seen who he actually serious in. Yeah. Yeah, that movie Well, he was pretty good. serious in American Pie Wedding, the third one. I don't know if I ever saw that one. Uh, me neither. Oh, so you're just talking out of your ass. Isn't this a Dylan and Joe basement podcast? Yeah, it is. I'm okay, just, so we're yeah. in the basement. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking straight out we're of the... We're in a basement. Uh, a basement. An but undisclosed a location. Is an un- undisclosed location. Right, but you guys, you guys know this location by now, right? We've done three of them down here, maybe more. This is number four. That's true. Number four. Is it? No, it's not. This is number three. Number three. We're doing it right now. Hell, can yeah. So we have Amy Adams, Sean William Scott, and Dylan. Gets the and one of the world's most famous actresses from one of the most famous movies from 1994, also known as River Wild. She's in other things I can't name. She picked it in Apocalypse Survival Team. Meryl Streep. Did it again. <laughs> Did it again. Did it again. <laughs> Every time there's a great she enough, she's in the crowd, they're like, 
in today's every time there's a Grammy winner, nomination, a she's Grammy in the crowd. Like, <laughs> and in the Meryl, Oscars, she's sometimes there. Meryl Streep, and she just gets up and does things. So she's on she's the always team. There. She's on the team. It would have been ridiculous for us not to pick her. She's always yeah. in things. Especially after you already picked Which her. Which is like the joke that I used to make fun of because I'm like, this fucking bitch again. She's in shit. And then, then I saw, she's so then good, I saw Deer Hunter and I was like, she's... I get it now because I didn't get it in the movie with Alec Baldwin where they're divorced and he has a 9-11 and they're trying to get things together. I was like, yeah, this is a fucking person. Then I started yep. seeing some of the shit that she was known for and I was like, I get it now. Yeah, no, she's really good. And a ton of stuff. I, I cannot believe you did not pick Kirk Douglas. I, I put I, so I bet Dominic I bet Dominic insane. on and I was like we didn't establish if they're alive or not and I bet Dylan's Just because picking Kirk he's Douglas. My Which by the way he actor. died this year at the age of hundred and twenty or whatever. Hundred and twenty years old. He died Kirk this Douglas year. Died this year. His son should have Michael already died. Michael Douglas is also hundred and twenty. Yeah, so His somehow son, yeah, I think he might be a clone. Hundred and twenty years old. Yeah. And Michael Douglas is Dead? Kirk Douglas. Still alive? Michael, Michael Douglas, Douglas is still son? alive. He is. Even He's though he, he had same age even though he father. got throat cancer from eating Catherine Zeta Jones pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what a, I cannot I mean the most wow. public bullshit move of all time. To throw not only your wife under the bus, Catherine Zeta-Jones, you're like, he's smoking a cigar, he's like, I guess her pussy's bad. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Even if that was true, that you got it from that, why would you ever say that publicly as your wife? It's like the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case of back then, like 10 (laughs) years ago, 10 years ago when this happened. It's like, this is the same thing, you guys should feel bad for me. Yeah, and it's like, he wasn't subpoenaed by the the criminal justice system, he just straight up said like, oh yeah, you got throat cancer. And not because anything I did. It's, it's that it's that ice cold bitch I'm married to. I shouldn't have been so nice to her. Like what? I mean, I, that guy's a great actor, but like all time douche move to throw Catherine. I know who wouldn't say that. Pat uh, Patrick Swayze. Kirk Douglas. <laughs> I know that Kirk, was the man's man of man's. Kirk Douglas might not said that, but he might have just been like, I wouldn't say that in public, and then he takes her back home and just wails. <laughs> He's from the old school. Well, he'd, he'd He's say, from the Bing Crosby. Don't let me hit you with my <laughs> ring hand. He'd say, uh, "I'm not saying Kirk Douglas was a domestic abuser, but at the time it was kind of like you know yelling." Johnny, People you, you are uh, uh, bigger than Amber Heard, aren't you? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Slam! <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Not where he says things. All right, guys, we got our dream team cast. Three people. Let's read them person. off right now who we actually have. Here. All right. Uh, s- Just write yours down right now and I'll read them off. I've got them written down already. That's why I came here. All right. All right, so we have I have Denzel Washington, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Amy Adams starring in my new motion picture coming out next year. We'll see what it's about shortly. Dom, who are your three actors? Well, I have Jeff Bridges. Mm. Anne Hathaway, nice, and Sean William Scott. Wow, this wow. ought to be a, a quite a film. Heck, what a it's movie. gonna be amazing. <clears throat> I Dylan have Michael Clark Duncan, Scott, Scott Stapp. Stapp. Thanks, I can't read. And Meryl Streep. <laughs> Holy shit, she better be starring. <laughs> How are they gonna carry this movie? Woo! It is the most classic shit ever. It's that Dom picked Sean William Scott. Uh, Dylan picked Scott Stapp, and I took it way too seriously, as always. <laughs> Our serious yep. form of the podcast. This is how from, we do it. Comes though. from joining. Serious, you want to talk about tonight? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Are you familiar with you the FBI the investigation? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing the shining shirt right now. It's got Jack Torrance on it. I'm, I wish the shining one. And you know who bought me this is Kirsten, the person who designed Shout out our website that you've been seeing lately. K Y R S T N. One of the top fans. Kirsten, you know don't forget it. Don't Names forget. Names with Ys, trust me. Yep. As one, because my name has a Y in it, mm -hmm. it can too. be hard for people. That's why your name's Dylan, and she's Kirsten. Dylan. Uh, I did get Billy for the f like fucking twelfth time in my life. Billy, at, um, at the place yesterday where I was gonna smoothie. They're like, we have a thing for Billy. And I'm like, I'm just like, I, I bet that's. It only fucking. shares it's one. Like, I bet that's fucking. They me. heard Dylan and they're I like, oh, we that's heard Billy. Fucking me. And then they're like, then she looks at me. And she's like, Billy. I'm like, she's like, it's you. I'm like, really? And then, <laughs> and then I, got, I got my sandwich and I was like, thanks, it's easy. And then over there where the drink was, like, Billy. <laughs> I was like. So That's sweet. Me. I'm yeah. Dilly, not Billy. You're close. You're so close. Billy. I get Billy. Also has a Y. Yeah. yeah at the end. And, the, and, end and the blind few would call them that too. <laughs> Billy Bones, Bones, I smell you, Billy. Uh, he would have been good on this podcast. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, it's yeah. a pretty little girl. <laughs> I can feel your hair. Oh, boy. So that's the next round, and we're going to... The star of our show here, not on screen, but the one who's going to make this movie for us because you have all the pieces together, but we don't actually get to direct this movie. We're just writing it and producing it and putting it together, which means we have to pick our director. And we don't know what kind of movie it is. We're just going to pick what director we think is going to make a great film with our actors. And I'm so glad I'm not starting this round. But Dom, you oh, yeah. are. So I am starting with a director that I had never heard of. Great start. <laughs> great start. Yep. I decided to look up who directed one of my favorite movies and found out that the director of that movie also directed another one of my favorite movies. So that's why I picked him. Makes sense. And his name is Frank Darabont. Don't know him. He directed The Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. The Certified Green, hit. The Green Mile. Oh, so he does Stephen King prison movies? And The Mist. Oh, <laughs> Stephen King movies in general. He might have done Cujo, too. Did you he look also, that up? He didn't do Cujo. I he did, he did uh, Christine, where the car but comes along. Those three that he did, he didn't just direct them. He also wrote the screenplays for them. So he's a big Stephen King fan. So it's perfect because every Stephen King movie, as serious as it is, and there's always an unexpected twist to it, what a twist. they're kind of funny. There's they funny slip parts. comedy into every single Stephen King. You have to have some levity in a movie like that. And I think Frankie Darabont could really take any, whether it's like you focus on action movies or you focus on comedy movies, he could make you work in whatever movie he wanted to do. Right. And he's proven that he can adapt someone's writing and turn it into a great film because all Stephen King's books are already written before. He never came up with it. Yes. But he can adapt it, which is a skill that we need for this yeah. it, experiment. It is not easy to turn a book into a good movie. No. I mean, just look at um, every other Stephen King movie. <laughs> Besides the two we just <laughs> They're pretty bad. It's pretty good, though. But that's my pick. Good pick. Um, yeah, I mean, Best Adapted Screenplay is not often looked over at the Oscars, but it really is turning something that everyone loves into something that everyone loves, which is really hard to do. It's like making a good cover song. Just because they yes. know what it is, it's not an automatic hit. In fact, there's more scrutiny on you than ever because you have so much to live up to, which is basically, like I said, every Stephen King movie. is They're basically all bad, besides Ride the Bullet. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Such a movie. <clears throat> Dylan, when you're in a bathtub just trying to kill yourself peacefully, then your girlfriend comes in and surprises you with a birthday party. Such a boner oh, killer. Hey, guys, your whole entire family and everyone else. 
That's that movie. <laughs> Stephen King makes another appearance Have on the you pod. Seen it, Tom? No, we talked you about it during the scary it. movie one. It. It's just it's so I still ridiculous. Seen it it's also known as literally if there was a movie that could have changed its name to just straight up worst day ever. Worst day it ever. It would be yeah. riding the bullet. Yeah. Can't catch a break. Your director. My director. Uh, he, he goes by the name Four Leaf Tayback. There's no way. <laughs> also, this can't be true. Also, in real life, his name is Nick Nolte. Ah! In the movie, Nick he Nolte. is. Wait a minute. Four elite Vietnam soldiers go to oh the Vietnam jungle. Oh my god! It's the director from <laughs> Tropic Thunder. It's the director. Son of a bitch. Of Tropic Thunder. In the movie Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. It's almost like I'm saying something. God, damn it. Uh, he's not the director in that movie. No, but son of he, a is bitch. The, he is the director. <laughs> no, he's not. In the movie Tropic Thunder. No, no, he is oh, the. Oh, he's the one who wrote the book. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, based on his life. But he gives. Yes. Based on his life. It's that <laughs> British cunt. <laughs> in the movie, he's Alan got. Alan Parsons' he's got, project, like, whatever his name no is. No legs. Yeah, he, so plays, he's, he's, he sits in the background. That's fine. You can still have me yeah, a director. He's the, yeah. he's, the, he's, the, he's the fucking director now uh, of yeah. my movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's Vietnam vet guy you, with no legs you. and two fucking crutches. Yeah. And he goes, in, and he. <laughs> in, in the part, they have the movie, and he goes, Yeah, back in the day. He goes, Who? And then Tom Cruise goes, Who the fuck is that? What's your mind saying? Shut the. What does he say? He's like, <laughs> I don't know what Tom Cruise. Scene. Tom Cruise is yelling at him with his with his haircut. Yeah, yeah. Rex Grossman. You mean. Lex Grossman. No, no, no. What's his name? Rex Speedman. What? No, no. Tug it's Speedman. Tug Speedman. No, no. That's Ben Stiller's character. Yes, yes. But, but <laughs> it's but something like Tom Cruise. We'll is... put the picture up on the podcast. We might do Tom the Cruise, scene. You just sit down and take mind a step your back own fucking and face. literally fuck your own face. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm talking real, scorched it, earth, motherfucker. He, he gets up, he goes, yeah, that's, that's a really nice story. I'm really compelled to hear it now. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> sit back down while I talk about my movie. Because he's like the Dude, VC in charge of that. I can't believe how many so, people saw the movie and they're like, that was Tom Cruise? It's like, well, first of all, he did a great job. It's so funny. But yeah, right. it's Tom Cruise. It's fucking Tom Cruise. So to paint the picture, I've got he says giant ex-Vietnam arms. vet making Nick a movie. Nolte Nick Nolte. As, as four-leaf Tayback. <laughs> <laughs> Making a different movie not about Vietnam, probably depending on where the night goes. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. I can see Scott Stapp in the shit and Charlie's in the woods. <laughs> Meryl Streep is, is captain of Charlie's fucking guy. <laughs> Bravo Company, go, go, go. He's like, we can either go on the up west ridge or we can help our, our foes in the background. It's a real Sophie's choice. That's your deep Meryl Streep one for you guys at home. <laughs> All right, All Joe. Right. So my director, uh, get this, he directs movies <laughs> in real life. And the reason why I didn't pick him is because I thought that, I didn't have him number one because I thought that Dom was going to pick him. Um, but now I feel like I'm pigeonholed. i got to pick him because I'm going to make the most fun movie out of him, and he has the most spread of what he does. He's not hyper serious. He's not hyper comedic. But... He's the most splash pagey, engagey, you know, butts fucking ragey of them all. And that's the, the footman himself, Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, hard I mean, hitter. I, I really thought that one was pick him, but I, I I've never would, seen I a movie. I want to. That's why I didn't I've never seen a list. movie that, that, that he did that I didn't like. And not only is movie engaging, crazy fun, rewatchable to a T, 
but they're fucking hilarious. I'm laughing my so ass off at funny. half of them, and then half of them I'm terrified, and, and, and at the end of it, it's a huge catharsis, and I'm feeling something, and I'm like, this, this is what movies there are. And he's literally a guy who worships at the altar of movies. He started off his career working at a videotape store, like back in the day, Hollywood movies or whatever, and he used to just watch movies every day of his life, and that's why all of his things are a take on somebody else, and you can say, oh, that's not very original, he's just copying everyone else, but no one can do it like him in the way that he does, and that's like saying the Beatles invented rock and roll, it just ain't true. Everyone's influenced by something, and not only is he one of the best directors of all time, he is the one who comes up with the stories of his movies. He writes them with other people collaboratively, but he writes and directs his movies, which barely anybody does because it's such a crazy undertaking, especially in the studio system where they have so much money invested in you, why would they trust you to write it? You direct shit, that's all you do. But if you're good enough at it, they give you the reins, and when you make Reservoir Dogs when you're like 21 years old, they go, all right, how much do you want? We'll write the check for you. Quentin Tarantino, he can make anything, and he can make anything good. And he's worked with Leonardo DiCaprio before. I think he's going to make a good film Twice. for me. Twice. Twice. Hell yeah, that's my pick. So Where to we, now? I think we should take another, another commercial, commercial break, break before commercial we load break. up the wheel. Because next up, we're going to spin the wheel to discover each of our settings and genres of the film we've already signed all our actors on for. I hope they're in for it. We'll see you now, Beyond the Break. I hope that both of you have sons, handsome, beautiful, articulate sons who are talented and star athletes and, and they have their legs taken away. I mean, I pray you know that pain and that hurt. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. You are not paralyzed. I am so paralyzed. No, no, no. Rough on him now. No, he needs to know. Okay. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. At this point in the show, we're bringing back the wheel once again. We love it, even if you don't. Fuck off. This it's is my best. first wheel. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy right now. It's going to be great. Go easy. What we're going to do Tantric now. Tantric orgasm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it real slow. <laughs> right now, we're going to pick three genres each of our films. And because we're not stacking a deck... We're going to put them all on the July's finest wheel, and now it's August wheel. And then you're going to spin what you get, and what you get is what you get. We only get one. Even though we load up three, you only get one once we spin it. So we're going to load the wheel up now as we go, and one by one, we're going to pick a genre of film to load the wheel up with. Where it stops, nobody knows. Do you want me to start? I believe it's Dylan should start, because I started with director. <clears throat> all right, Dylan. Will you give us a genre of film to load the genre wheel up with? A genre of film? I'm yes, please. Pick, uh, World War II. So, a war movie? Well, World War II specifically. Okay. <laughs> more like a setting than a genre? Well, that's a big setting. Anyway. I think it's because you, you can do war, but that's that well, well, war. Well, war movie's a genre, and then World War II is a subgenre of war movie, right? Yeah, it's big it's like speaking a dramatic movie about Wall Street. Wall Street's not a movie type, is it? It's yeah, but how many movies are there about Wall Street compared to World War II? Well, and if you had a movie about Wall Street, what genre would that fucking be? Oh, oh, there is no movie called World War II. World War, II World War II is not a genre of film. 
It's it's setting. It's it's a historical event. Yeah. Well, it's not I, a I, setting because a genre wide. can't be the Peloponnesian War. The genre, you know that genre, Peloponnesian War. What is? The I mean, Peloponnesian it could be. War? I mean, you have some other. What, well, there's like five genres then. The, the Iliad. If there, if you don't do this, it's like there's war, a lot. There's a lot of genres. Rom com. Yeah. Rom com's a subcategory of love. So yeah. What are you fucking doing? Well, yeah, but rom coms. Well, that's like saying a, a rom com and then saying uh, date at a diner. It's much more specific. It's a little more broad than that because it's the whole world. War. <laughs> Dude. Dated a fine. Diner. Fine. We're typing World War II. World War II could be a location. It can't be a no, location. It, it was half of the world. There's Jesus the Christ. I mean, it was everything. You suck. But a genre of film. You know the genre of film? World War II. You know that classic film genre? You just said it. You know, rom com, World War II. <laughs> you know the classic film genre. Horror. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah. So, I don't even know why I'm arguing. It's ridiculous that I would ever... Yeah, well, trying to say that it could be a location is wrong. It's it's more of a location than a genre. It's, it's the, not a location. Well, the location is 1937 to 1945 39. in Planet Earth. Well, 45. 39 well, to 45. That's, that's not a location. That's a setting. Thank you. <laughs> the setting is a location. Okay. What even is location mean? It just means where... I mean, location you know, is what, you know what? You know what? No, you're right. It isn't location. It's setting. You're right. Dom, because it isn't location; it's setting. It doesn't have to be a place. It's a time. It's a, it's where the thing is happening. All right, then I need to be more. Specific. The thing is happening during World War Two, <laughs> no, or II. it's a now World War Two. World War Two is a genre. It's it's too, not. It's not specific enough. So now we're doing setting. I'm gonna World War Two movie. It's like it's like name a World War Two movie. It's it's like yeah, same by arrival. You know, it's a World War Two movie. No, it's not. It's an action drama that's set in World War Two. That's the setting. It's set during. It's World not a World War, II. World War II movie that's set during World War II. It's a drama action movie that's set during World War II. You see what I mean by well, genre? You're making sense. Oh, thank you. But that doesn't. We're matter. not changing it though. <laughs> 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 we already locked it in. It's already been established. That's been established. And if I land, oh, if, if I land that, so help me Christ, I will bitch <laughs> to the end of time. I fucking wait. Uh -huh. And I know you'll love that too. Uh -huh. All right, genre. I'm doing it next. I'm doing it. Obviously, I cannot have this one not be on the list. Science fiction is the genre. A science fiction, also known as sci-fi. Sci-fi. And uh, we all know that one. I mean, the location is uh, World War II, but it's dead snow. Yes. So it's a science fiction movie <laughs> where if the Nazis were frozen in snow forever. Ah. So for uh, my first genre is ah. musical. A musical, another genre. Hoping I land on that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if the, if the fates align, you'll land on musical, and I'll land on World War Two, and Dom will land on, uh, I don't know, a good movie. Whatever's next. <laughs> They'll be like, shit, I don't know what these are like. Okay, Dylan, for your next genre. You can say horror. I thought you were going to say horror first. Horror is what I have. So we're going to do horror? Yep. Horror. A scary movie. Ugh. Scary movie two. Scary movie three. Scary movie thirty-three and a third. <laughs> scary movie thirty-three and a third. up to me next. I'm just my notes here. Okay. Okay. Hold, hold those, folks. And I'm gonna pick um, dark comedy. Dark comedy. So like. Uh, it's like a subcategory of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But comedy, comedy's too broad comedy. for me. I, I want it to be like, uh, you know, like a. Be specific. Just name one movie. Jojo Rabbit. The Cable Guy. Jojo 
Yeah, it's a comedy, but it's a dark comedy. It's it's not just um, the, straight the, up the, funny. The first hour, I can do I can do comedy, but I don't want it to be a bubblegum thing. The first hour of Django Unchained, dark comedy. I'll just do comedy, but I think it's funnier if we do dark comedy. comedy. I'm, do, fi- I'm fine I with do dark, dark comedy. comedy. Yeah, yeah, we're breaking the rules, so you can too, or All right. not. All right, we can just do comedy, but I don't know. It's, it's just uh, I'm just gonna go just straight up drama. Drama, drama, drama. Mean. Okay, there, big shoots. Documentary. Can't do that one. We already said. That's why I said it because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Right off the bat, we're like, yeah, everything but documentary. Oh, yeah. Documentary. documentary. Down. Uh, no. Uh, love? Romantic. Romance. 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 A romance. A romantic film. Did you do dark romance? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, bad romance. That's called a sexual thriller. <laughs> Can you have in sexual thriller? Actually, no. Dude, sexual thriller. Let's just do that instead. It'll be funnier. That's what you Sexual thriller. There, there was a lot of those in the uh, 90s. They don't really make them anymore. Do you guys remember in Coming to America when they go to the church thing and there's the band that plays? I haven't seen it. Never seen it. Well, the band's Someone's name is, is Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> That's not a real band. <laughs> Feels like it should be a real band. All right. My final genre is Coming of Age You tale. motherfucker. I was going to say that. <laughs> Good. So think Sandlot, Stand By Me, it's it's the genre. Coming of age. Uh, don't forget, we might not get one. any of these. Oh, sorry. I'm going to get one of them. With a U. Yep, good. Yep, like Coming Center. Right. <laughs> All right, well, uh, then uh, I'll go with a, a biopic. Biopic? What is that? It is a. It's uh, like a documentary, but it was like when they actually write a movie based off of it. Yeah, so like, they change oh, stuff yeah, for movies. Yeah, you watch reasons. it, but it's like actors with a script doing real events or based on a true Drop story kind of thing. Drop it Thunder. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> I know they call it. Some people call it biopic. I don't think it is. Though. I think that's it's gross. Bi- it's a. Bi- it's a biography. This, this is how you spell it, but I, I'm gonna do it like this. Nice dash would do a lot of. Would go miles. I think it's a go. It'll go fathoms. All right, so we have our locked-in genre wheel. I'm going to load up our setting wheel the same. Do right, you want to spin it first? Um, let's spin it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah, for yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, spin, let's spin the <clears throat> wheel first. Um, yeah, here we go, classic mode. I'm just going to take a screenshot of the wheel because no one can see it, and then we'll take a screenshot after we're done so that we can see uh, you know, what it looks like after you spin. But we'll react to it in real time. Yeah, and so uh, for losing a car, we've got a, the the, the um, July's finest wheel. Now August's finest wheel. <laughs> yeah. Um, full of a bunch of categories that we spin: sexual thriller, drama, dark the sexual thrill, sexual thrill, musical, uh, and everything else that we said already. Yes. Yeah. You can see it because Joe's. Oh, uh, sorry. I'll look at it right now, and it's uh, nude videos. Ah, uh, well, I get bored. Biopic. Uh, so we World ha- War Two, coming of age with you. Yep. Sexual thriller, drama, dark comedy, horror, and yeah, the musical that's rounded out. So we're going to do our first spin. We're going to do one at a time, as we often do in this podcast, just to make sure it's still recording. And um, actually, I'll do us one better. Here we go. We'll pull it down here. And we'll get our first spin out of here. And I'm going to crank the volume up so the folks can hear it at home. Oh, never mind. It'll go through the microphone. No one cares. Uh, here we go. We're doing a classic wheel spin. And uh, who who said it first? Was um, it Dylan? Dylan did. So, Dylan, you'll spin first. And if you want to, so I don't 
fuck it up. Here we go. First spin. Dylan's category genre will be coming of age. It's a coming of age movie. That's going to be a tough one. Starring Scott Stapp, Michael Clark Duncan, and Meryl Directed by Four Leaf Tape. Okay. All right. And here comes my movie. There we go. Spinning around the wheel. <laughs> and I have a sexual thriller starring Denzel Washington, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Amy Adams. I'm pissed. I am not happy about that. I, w- I wish you had sexual thriller. All right, let's see what I, I end up with. I want anything besides sexual thriller, basically. And here we go. Noemi, 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 stop. You lucky I got bastard. sci-fi. Oh, All right. God Imagine damn. that. You guys are Science going fiction. down. Look how close it was to getting a musical, though. Oh, my We're God. So close. I could have done horror, drama. I could have done all of these besides sexual thriller. <laughs> well, that's the way the wheel goes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way the cookie crumbles. So that means now we're going to load up the location wheel to see where our movies end up as far as this goes. This is going to be good. Uh, I have no. I was thinking all day of different scenarios with my actors and different. I'm like, what if it's this kind of movie? What's this kind of movie? You know what I didn't think of? A sexual thriller. I did not think of that. Oh man! All right, here we go. So now I'm not gonna win. Is is it? Do we have to pick like a time period to go with the location? It depends. How you, however you want well, to describe if, if the your loca- location. If the, well, or are we again, picking well, it? Are we picking it when we do our own plots afterwards? For no, no, example, no. if you pick this house in you know 4,000 BC, it wouldn't be here. So you have to kind of be like, oh, this house from this time. I really think we should nail down, and I think that was the mistake before, it's the setting, not the location. It's not the longitude and latitude. The setting setting. is the setting. Some of my locations, in other words, have a a time period associated with them. So like Berlin 1945 is not a location. It's a setting. Yeah, so setting. So to answer my question, yes, you must have a year going with it. Yes. Or a a time period. Describe your ideal. Well, maybe when the settings we pick is just like, you know, America. And then, you know, you pick any time. But if it goes with the time period, you got to go with that. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Well, you're going first for the... First for the setting. All right. So I have all my settings and I I have a lot of them. And they're really great. Uh, my first setting, and I mean, these are all great, so it's really hard to pick. But I'm going to go with um, Egypt, 3000 BC. Wow, nice. Damn. <clears throat> what a time. Oh, what a time. Egypt in 3000 BC. looks like from the history that was written down. Yeah, even people true. in Egypt from the year oh, yeah, zero, they had no idea what it was like. They they didn't when the Great Pyramid was, you know, oh, I shouldn't say was the Great Pyramid when people lived around it, they go, I don't know how that was built. They have no fucking oh, idea. Oh yeah, they might have, they might have because oh, they it might have been built in forty thousand BC. It might have been built in three thousand well, BC. Either we have way, a hard time knowing because the Sphinx has erosion damage on it. That, is, Sphinx, that couldn't have been happening. The Sphinx is different than the, gra- than the Great Pyramid. Or it's in a different pyramid. area. I know. But the Great Pyramid from 2000 BC. It's all, so people who are like in the, the Egypt that we're <clears> thinking of, they when they were building like the new pyramids, they had no idea when that was built. They don't know how. They didn't know when. They didn't know. They might have because the they did library not. of Alexandria burnt down. And that's that's, where all I, the I understand were. what you're saying, but the people who live there didn't know at the time. 
They, they, they didn't take all their books from there and put it to Alexandria. I got a question for you. The, the years between 3000 BC and 1000 BC is the amount of time from us to BC. It's 2000 years. That's pretty crazy, but were you there? Classic, classic defense. You're right. All right. <laughs> That's why dinosaurs aren't real. I wasn't there. It's, no one knows. They didn't know it. They right, did not uh, know. So my first setting is... Um, the Sphinx might be older, too. Modern day Moscow. Modern right. day. So Moscow 2022. Rough. My favorite new Blade Runner movie. <laughs> Moscow 2022. Which is a great time to be there because all the sanctions and their president is cool as hell. He's really, have you ever seen him play hockey? He's really good. He's sick. He's riding a horse. He's so cool. Moscow 2023. Uh, Dylan, you're, you're, oh, genre again. you're setting. My setting is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house uh, before uh, they went in. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. Well, Keep went. talking while I type. That's, uh, that's it. You know? Before they went in. There yeah, you go. like, you know, before they dropped. <laughs> before they went in. Before they stopped for gas, you right. know, anything could have happened. No one knew what was going on at that house right then. Just the Texas house before they went in. Because yeah. well, if you went after, it'd be a fucking mess. Yeah, it would be a mess. If you went in before, it'd be a mess, but it wouldn't have all that stuff yeah. that we saw. You know? It wouldn't have all that evidence. Yeah. All right. My next uh, setting. <laughs> Sorry. I can't wait for my next one. I'm so excited. My next setting is um, uh, a future metropolis. Oh, so picture any city in the one. future. What, we're thinking a Minority Report, Blade Runner. Great example, Minority Report. Or like Still you know whatever you think uh, of. The, um, yeah. iRobot, you know, future uh, metropolis. No, uh, a better, uh, a great one would be um, the Fifth Element. Yeah, the Fifth oh, Element, another great one. example. Yeah. So whatever one you you strike your fancy, if you land on it, it's, it's future metropolis of your choosing. Just refilling right. our uh, our uh, hydration. Thank, thank you, you, sir. So for my next station. one, I'm going to pick. Let's say, if this is a good enough classification, pre-prohibition New Orleans. I think so. Very nice. Pre-prohibition nice. down by the bayou. Pre-prohibition New Orleans. Nice. I like how specific these are. I like that shit. Dylan, your next setting, please. <clears throat> um, what is uh, what's that movie where the monster comes to New York City? Jason takes Manhattan. No, no, but it's all it's all <laughs> in the video camera like this. Cloverfield. Okay, okay, okay. So my setting is John Goodman's Fallout Shelter. Oh. From Cloverfield. Ten Cloverfield too. Lane. Yes. Can we, can we, just, just for the sake of our own movies, in case I land on it or Dom does, can we say Doomsday Bunker? No. Fuck you. John Goodman's Fallout Shelter from Cloverfield Lane with him in it. No, no, you can't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. He comes with the Fallout Shelter. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's already, no, 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 He's already in there when you're three people getting there. <laughs> Actually, I might, I might appreciate having Dude, him in my movie. Dude, that would be a great coming of age movie. <laughs> Three teens surviving the apocalypse together. With John Goodman. <laughs> You'll eat when I say you eat, and I'll eat when you say I eat. Good lord. <laughs> oh boy. It's a certified ebay. <laughs> Alright, my final location is it's been brought up before. I, I was I was kind of struggling left and right, but I'm but I'm 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 doing it. 
Alcatraz, 19... No, just Alcatraz. You, you can pick when it is. The, that's fine, yeah. Alcatraz Island. Rules, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you can change it to now, but I think we all know when it should be, when it, when it was popular. Yeah. I'm going to say Alcatraz Island off the in the San Francisco Bay. Mm. No, I will say, based off of what we have been saying and my original idea of not having time periods set to my stuff, I'm going to pick one out of thin air right now for my third and final one. That's your prerogative. Dude. Thin, humid air. Glacier National Park. Glacier like, National... And where is that? Petito style? Uh, Glacier National Park is in Montana. Very nice. Montana. And we can pick our time period for that. God, I love Montana. Great place. Dylan, you get the last also setting. Also seen... No, River Runs Through. It's not near that. Um, <laughs> can we bring it up one more time? Uh, my last setting is Wilson's... Beach Island, Wilson being a volleyball. The so, island, the island from, from Castaway. Away. Did you write Wilson's Island? It's not his. Tom Hanks brought him there. That's true. Well, unintentionally, but still. Yeah. FedEx brought it's FedEx's island then. All right, let's build the wheel. So what we have on the wheel is we have Moscow, 2022, Egypt, 3000 BC, Wilson's Island, Glacier National Park, Montana. Alcatraz. Uh, what does that say? John Goodman's bunker from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, New Orleans pre-prohibition. Um, future Metropolis. Future Metropolis. Texas Chainsaw Massacre before, before they got it there. happened. <laughs> yeah. the Those are before it happened. Big steel right. door, you know. Yeah, um, all the classic Bunch shit. of small engines everywhere and bones. You missed it. Huh? Didn't you not read one? No, 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 no. I did. I went all around. Right, right. He did all around. He did all around. Uh, so yeah. So um, you got to get get your appetites wet, and uh, not to be crude, maybe your maybe your chairs too, because we're gonna go and spin the wheels after this commercial break, and after that, we're gonna have to decide whose movie is the greatest. You think you can do better? Then come on the podcast. We're not fucking selective. We'll have anybody on. Anybody. I mean, look. Clearly. I mean, look. I mean. Well, that's a given. Are you I mean, look. Ghost. <laughs> Put on your Sunday clothes. There's lots of world out there. Get out the brilliant teen and dime cigar. Real deep shit. You want to make this movie right? That's where you take your pansy ass actors. Who's this guy? Uh, Les, that's uh, Four Leaf. Sergeant Four Leaf Tabak. I wrote the book. Oh. You're a great American. This nation owes you a huge debt. Now shut the fuck up and let me do my job. We're gonna find adventure in the evening air. Welcome back to the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. Ah, ah, ah. At this point, we've loaded up our settings wheel and we're about to light up the settings. Now, we're going to spend one at a time here, and we're going to figure out um, that we forgot to put the magazine up because we immediately know that Dylan can see himself, and we can't have that. (laughs) Well, you're going to get down pretty soon, though. Oh, yeah. That's going to get down real soon. We do do want to mention that this is from a movie. Yeah. What movie is is this from? Home Home Alone Alone. 1. Home Alone 1. Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister is reading a Playboy. This is... 
the actual Playboy from the yeah. movie. She she was and a news reading. anchor, yeah. but she's he a lot actually, more. Kevin McAllister actually signed one of the pages, not Macaulay Culkin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the child Kevin, the child who was home alone. Uh, if you guys, in case you guys can't remember what he looks like, let me give you a reminder. <laughs> Did that, I didn't bring any pills. No one picked Joe Pesci. Oh yeah, Joe Pesci would no, agree. There's too many good. One of the wet bandits. The sticky bandits afterwards. That would have been a fucking. Yeah, that was a coming of age story. <laughs> Joe Pesci or the guy who plays the voice of the the bird in Aladdin. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Iago himself. Uh, yeah, obviously a great film. Uh, we also used this Playboy to block the screen in our episode of uh, Top 50 Mammals, I think, right? And also Top 10 top, Scary Movies. Top 10 Mammals. Oh, wow. We, it's been well used. We've used it more times than Kevin McAllister, but that goes without saying. Lest we waste any more time, we're going to spin the wheel now that we've loaded up our settings of our movies. We'll go one by one, and even though we get three each, it kind of sucks. Only one can be picked. There can only be one, much like all of our shit. Who's spinning first? I'm losing um, track of you this. You are. Story. I'm going to spin first here. So we're going to figure out. And we're going to read the settings one more time just so we remember for the folks at home. And I will put it on the podcast, but, you know, you can And can't. in the car and on the toilet and at work. All the time, buddy. All right, let's zoom in a little bit here. Oh, that's zooming Wrong out. Way. That's weird. Well, you oh, can't do it. You can't do it. Okay. Uh, we have, again, Egypt, 3000 BC, Wilson's Island from the Cast film Castaway. Away. Glacier National Park, Montaigne, Alcatraz, also known as the Island of the Pelicans, if you mm-hmm. from our yes, podcast. Yes, yes. Um, John Goodman's Bunker from 10 Cloverfield Lane, <laughs> Pre-Prohibition New Orleans. And it's funny because people listen to it and be like, you just said that. It's been like <laughs> half an hour for us. They have no idea. This reminder is for us. It's not for you. <laughs> we need to be reminded. Um, uh, a future metropolis. Texas Chainsaw Massacre house before the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Moscow, 2022. And Egypt, 3000 BC. We started with that one. Did it again. You did it again. All right, here we go. So I'm going to spin first for mine. Please not Wilson's Island. Here we go, and I'm oh landing my on. Fucking God. Oh. 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 Glacier oh, National yes. Park. Montana. Almost Wilson's Island. Shit, that was fucking close. That was a close one. That was almost a guaranteed loss for me. Now that I landed on this, I kind of wish I had the island. (laughs) (laughs) Because what am I going to do with this? God damn it. That's that's for you to figure out. Yeah, yeah. All right, now let's Dom's trying to spin what his settings going to be. I had a Glacier National Park. And Dom's going to get round and round we go. Alcatraz. 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 Dylan gets the last. Oh, don't forget to eliminate. There you go. You got it. Big money. Big money. No enemies. No enemies. Stop. He spins it around. We have future, future metropolis. metropolis. Okay. You got so close to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, was I really wish you would have landed on that one. I mean, can you imagine? Just I'll no, take it. How about I'll this for shooting the shit, folks? <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Scott Stapp, Michael Clark Duncan, and Meryl Streep in a what was your what was your genre? We didn't pick that yet, did we? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. We'll figure it out if you forgot to write it down. Coming of age. A coming of age tale at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre House before. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that fucking movie? Directed by. <laughs> oh, directed by Clover. Four leaves came back. <laughs> From the movie. 
Oh my god. Uh, Oscar season. I smell you, Billy. Billy. Oh my god. Oh, so, um, what were you gonna say? So, so, Joe. Yes. How do you feel about what you have to write a plot for right now? I feel terrible about it because, like I said, I thought a bunch of ideas in my head. And I tried to think of, well, if people don't take my actors and director, I can think of multiple scenarios and weird twists and stuff in my head of like, maybe it's a sci-fi, maybe it's a horror, maybe it's an action movie, maybe it's a comedy, little did I know. And little did I know, I was landing on sexual thriller <laughs> based on, what did I land on again? I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> oh, your spot? Yeah, you got Glacier National. Oh yeah, Park. yeah, gla- yeah. You know, yeah. Just honestly, you want my advice? Do a, 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 an updated version of Brokeback Mountain. Teach us, Pat. But yeah, so yeah, I'll figure that out. But yeah, no, I, I'll tell you right. I never would have thought that. I never would have thought any of this shit. And don't forget who's directing it, Quentin Tarantino. Oh shit! So that's right. you have to do it. And even though we're writing it, it has to be. You have to picture it in the style of your director. Yep. And that goes for you, especially, Dylan. <laughs> Got this. You dug your hole, your funny, cute hole. Now sit in it. I'm in it. I'm sitting in it. Uh, would you like to ask the same question to Dylan? Be, I would uh, like to ask Dylan the same question. How do you feel about actor, director, and the plot and genre you ended up with? Sorry, the, loca- the setting and genre you ended up That's how you with. know we didn't load the wheel, because why the fuck would we pick these? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we were, if we were whole, concerned the with beauty. the quality of the beauty. podcast, we would never pick this shit. It's, it's, it, we, we would like to be honest with you folks. Mm-hmm. We like to fly by the seat of our pants, and that should be on our alma mater. We modern. never set anything up. It just happens to be the way it happens to be. How do none, I feel, Dominic? That's a great fucking question. I feel like I've got some... Uh, a-class He's reading his, uh, actors, his agent's notes right now. Uh, A-class actors and actresses. Um, Four-Leaf Tayback is going to be a little bit of a weak link in the chain for me. It's going to be a little bit hard for me. But it's I hard to work this. with, I hear. It's a little hard to work with. Yeah. Yeah, you got to yell at but him. But he has a vision. He's got a vision. He's got a real vision. Yeah, believe it or not, he and, knows how to stand on his own. <laughs> oh, sure fucking does. And... Um, and uh, and I've got the future, so this is uh, this is going to be a real piece of work for me, guys. I'm, I'm, the I've future got my, Metropolis. Uh, I've got my homework uh, set for me. You sure do. Mm-hmm. Dom, if you wouldn't mind, could I ask you the same question? Uh, well, I think I'm feeling a little better than both of you two are. Mm-hmm. Take much. I have sci-fi at Alcatraz. With Jeff Bridges, Anne Hathaway, and Sean William yeah, Scott. That's, that's actually, I already want to see the movie, so you might win. <laughs> but uh, the thing I'm going to be struggling with is, uh, again, the director, the Frank Darabont, cause, or Bount, Bont. Sorry. Yeah. Because he's never done anything sci-fi-y. It's always right. just like... Well, Lawnmower always... Man is a sci-fi written by Stephen King, so maybe he can draw you know, some kind of inspiration from that. Yeah, it will be interesting to figure out how I'm going to work this one out. Maybe he can um, read... Uh, uh, Dreams of Electric Sheep, the guy who wrote um, Blade Runner. You know. Oh, yes. He could read stuff. Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford wrote Blade Runner. Yeah, you heard it here first. Um, and then, uh, so, yeah, so that's my answer for that. I'm pr- feeling pretty good about it. Not great, but pretty good. Feeling pretty good? And then uh, before we take a break, I have uh, one more thing I think we should talk about. Sure. What were some of your other picks that didn't get chosen? Oh, yes, yes, exactly right. All right, let's read the other shit we didn't get to choose here. Oops. You gotta, no, you got to put it on, on its... On its uh, you got to lean it back a little bit. Yeah. I forget what that's called. The Not the crease. The spine. Branch, the spine. 
It is the spine. spine. Of course it is. Alright. Does anyone want to give the shit that they didn't get to say? Other people we didn't pick for actors? Yeah, that you were thinking well, of. Well, let's thinking. just do actors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead. Alright, so um, my first two got picked. Uh, my next one was uh, Amber Heard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. She's great in Pineapple Express and the other thing. And, uh, and that court case. She wasn't in Zombieland. Are you kidding me? What, yeah. What's her role? One um, zombie A1? It's when Jesse Eisenberg is still in his apartment and her, his hot neighbor is Amber Heard. And she turns into uh, a zombie and tries to okay. That him. might as well be her typecast, hot okay, neighbor. I'm just going to read through these real quick. Uh, then I had Christoph Waltz. Mm. Solid pick. Solid yep. pick. I want to pay that too, but I was like, can I put him in any situation? I don't know. And then I had uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Gotta have him. Great. And then my, my last pick on uh, actors was Backup Terry. Who? What? What's that? Backup Terry is the uh, the guy in the wheelchair in that funny uh, clip where the fireworks are going off and they go, Backup Terry! Oh, Terry, yeah! Backup Terry, Terry! What's wrong with you, Terry? Terry! We'll put it in here on the pod. Yeah. Yep. You're going to have to show me that. I don't think uh, I know. Oh, yeah, you're going like to like it. funny. My other director was Tom Cruise. And, uh, <laughs> and, and that director uh, was Com Cruise. Com Cruise, yeah. And um, <coughs> and uh, that's, uh, that's fucking, uh, that's it. So, wow, uh, I, I wish. No, let me go because okay. both of yours are just going to be funnier than mine. And now it's going to be boring as fuck. Classic Serious Joe. Classic Serious Joe. I had uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, that's my number one. And under his category, I had Christian Bale, which I almost oh, want to pick anyways. Because yeah. I just love Christian Bale so because he's, he's a chameleon. He's a chameleon. After that, Harrison Ford. Yep. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid. I mean, pick. he just kills it. 20 days and 20 nights. My next category had Leonardo DiCaprio, which got number one. Number two, Jonah Hill. Not Jonah the crazy Hill. Wall Street, but oh, I've seen him do him comedy. I've seen him do drama. Oh, I just like him in anything he's in. Yeah. And I had Gary Oldman after that, which is oh. give me the stone. Wow, you're uh, you're give, really you're really st- sticking me, with the Nolan vibes here. Give me the stone. For a lot of your actors. Oh, Fifth Element wasn't directed by Nolan, but uh, yeah, but he was Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, and then I have uh, as uh, my other act, Tresses. I picked another category, which I had Amy Adams. Obviously, but at first I had Alicia Vikander, which is um, uh, Ava from Ex Machina, and uh, the Countess from The Green Knight, which I also loved, and my third one, Mary Elizabeth Winstead Ooh. from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which ties and, into and Love, Sex, and Robots. Exactly right, which ties into my directors, which I had Quentin Tarantino number one, number two, which might be my favorite director. Almost tied for Quentin is Stanley Kubrick, which much likes The Shining, Full Metal Jacket, Full 2001 Metal Space Odyssey, uh, Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. The hits just keep on coming. He's my favorite director basically mm-hmm. ever. And then third, to tie in the last one, Edgar Wright, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah, good oh, classic. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, other things. Other things. Love them. Um, so for me, for my first group of actors, mm-hmm. I picked Jeff Bridges, but I was also up against Samuel L. Jackson. Nice. And mm-hmm. Kathy Bates. Nah, no, Kathy Bates. She was on my thoughts. Yeah. 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 Another Stephen Another, King. Yes. And that can do great <laughs> and Bobby range. Boucher. Bobby Boucher's mm-hmm. mother. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Also in the office for like three seasons. Yes. And on record as <clears throat> hottest hot tub scene in movie history. <laughs> and I will yep. die on that sword. Good fuck. Die in the hill. Line the sword. Um, and then for it. my second ones, I ended up picking Anne Hathaway. But yes. my other ones were um, Ed Harris. 
Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Apollo thirteen. Um, uh, he was Manchurian Candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Westworld. Yeah, I was gonna say Westworld. Uh, fucking there's fucking other ones I can't think of right now though. He's just a great actor. Um, and I mean, I also had Jonah Hill people, in that category. Jonah Hill, yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, talking about hot bald actors, I would put him above Bruce Willis. But he's he's fucking great. As far as hot balls, Ed Harris is great. I, I can't wait to when we're taking a break to write our movies. To look up to see what else he was in. Because I'm not doing it on the video. We need help. Um, and then for the third one, I picked Sean William Scott. But my other options were uh, Rupert Grint. Good who name. plays... That's Ron, Ron Weasley. Weasley. <laughs> that is a pull. <laughs> I've seen him in some other stuff, and he is surprisingly good. And also, kind of going hand-in-hand with Amber Heard, just not as bad. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah, that, that would have oh, been great. Herbie Floyd Loaded made my childhood. Yeah, Mean Girls. Mean Girls is... Oh, yeah, Everything. Mykonos Beach Club. Um, and then my other Not directors. Movie, she just had one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just off first thing up to mind. <clears throat> my other directors, I picked Frank Darabont, but I was also considering uh, Mel Brooks. Oh, yes, of course. Which Blazing I, Saddles, Spaceballs. I figured Spaceballs. would have been too hard if I did, had Producers. a non-comedy Yeah, I mean, it, you basically you pigeonhole yourself. And then um, one that I know you also love, and probably you too, because I think Possibly, everyone yeah. does, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, another great one. Classic. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Corpse Bride. Um, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Nightmare uh, Before Christmas. Adam's Family Values. Both of them. Adam's Family Values. Both of them. them. Um, Anything that Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham are in at the same time, he's done it. Yep. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Factory. Not Willy Wonka. Strike that from the record because that's killing your case but also I thought you mentioned to me uh, Christopher Nolan which I would have put on the list easily yeah I, I told you that yeah, but I, I thought you guys on. were going to take it so I didn't want to pick it it's funny so the reason he was I, up against so he, you know yeah. the, the reason I didn't I didn't list uh, the competition's too stiff the reason I didn't pick Nolan or Tarantino is because I thought you were going to take both of them I didn't pick Nolan because I know you like him and you like him yeah because Tennis the best movie ever made that's why so that's why well We'll see. That's not true. But that's why I picked. Way. But I know you guys weren't going to pick Kubrick, but I, I wanted to pick Tarantino instead. Anyways, I'm glad you brought that up because now we know all our cards are on the table. And now it's time for all three of us to devise what we're going to do here with the pieces we have. We have a short amount of time. Our judges are in the audience. <laughs> that's probably what it's going to be like when we come back. Um, and we're going to try to come up with some kind of plot and some kind of pitch. As if we were selling our movie to you, to, to you, to you, and then we're gonna vote for the first time. Because every ten episodes we had to vote, and we're gonna vote on the best movie. Out of Let's go. Get out your feathers, your patent your beads and buckles and bows, for there's no blue Monday in your Sunday seen you since Pulp Fiction. <laughs> now, Here this, I am. Do I look just as handsome? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think they used that colored gel, though, that they used for Lucille Ball on Maine. Oh, really? Huh? Okay, well, you're lucky I can't see you right now. Oh, I look darling. I look uh, Okay. Bye. Right. Revenge is like one of the classic staples in drama. I see a lot of innocent people. Right? I've seen the and film. And to have Quentin. girls not be the, the uh, 
uh, not only the girlfriends in mm -hmm. movies, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, this is a movie about women. They're not about cute girls no, going. It's about killer women. Hee -hee, all right, with their butts and their uh, uh, t-shirts to stop before, mm -hmm. below their uh, b uh, before their uh, belly button, mm -hmm. asking permission to kick ass. Right. These girls just kick ass. They're right. warriors. They live by a code of honor, and they die by that code of honor too. And they and innocent people die along the way. It's about that kind of thing. Now tell me this. You know, innocent people die along the way because that's unfortunately that's the story of revenge. Revenge is okay. messy. It never works out the way you want it. Why to. the need for so much gruesome graphic violence? Why not let us imagine? Because it's a so of it? much fun, Jan. Get really? it? Oh really? Okay, I'd like to see you walk down the street and get attacked by some kids who've just seen you. Oh, movie. but you saw me. See, Jan, you're all messed up okay. because you're talking about real life. Oh, and I'm I see. talking and kids about the 12, movies. You gotta kids get it straight. Now, if you want to talk about the movies, we'll talk about the movies. Okay, and kids at twelve can tell the difference. Kids at twelve can tell the difference. You tell their parents that, Quentin. Hey, I, 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 I saw movies when I was a kid, all right? I saw the all the movies that I'm basing yes, my movies on are the movies I saw that. as a kid. And yes, mm -hmm. kids go to a movie theater. They can tell the difference. Maybe you couldn't when you were a kid, but I could. Okay, honey. Well, get in the hook. You're doing well, obviously. You're laughing all the way to the bank. And I know some I'm parents I'm having a great time making a terrific movie that people are having fun seeing. Maybe not you, but you know what, Jan? I don't think I made it for you. I bet you didn't, and I'm glad you didn't. Uh, I'm just sorry. Well, well, don't worry about that, baby. We'll move on. All right, folks, we're back to the Dylan Joe Basin podcast, episode 60, live from, from the Bassment. The Bassment. Uh, we have and a new website coming out, and we're going to be selling merch. We got two examples of prototypes right here. We got one that says Basement on it. And then one that says basement. Actually, they both say basement. We're missing a B. It's okay. That's how merch works, right, Tom? Oh, uh, you're missing an E. We're missing an E and a B. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of letters. We're missing uh, a lot. We gotta fire our guy who made these. Uh, but we're back. We're ready to tell everybody and vote on the best fucking movie plot. Absolutely. We have all, all our time. ingredients together. We're gonna list them off for you folks, just to remind ourselves and you. And now we have to try to amalgamate all these together into one amazing movie. Then we're going to vote for the first time. I mean, we can't have a, a number decade episode without voting. All three of us are going to vote on the best movie out of these three. And the rules apply. We will not tell them, tell them again. If you don't know them, listen in to episode 20, 30, 40, or 50 to figure out the rules. But here we go. Here are my ingredients. It goes like this. It takes place in Glacier National Park, Montana. Our stars are Leonardo DiCaprio, Amy Adams, and Denzel Washington. It's directed by Quentin Tarantino, and the genre is sexual thriller. Dom, what is your ingredients? Well, so my ingredients are, uh, my actors are Jeff Bridges, Anne Hathaway, and the man, the myth, the legend, Sean William Scott. Stifler. Uh, my genre is sci-fi, and it takes place on Alcatraz. Very nice. Dylan, your ingredients, please. My ingredients are Meryl Streep, Scott Strap, Michael Clark Duncan, directed by Four Leaf Tayback, <laughs> taking place in the dystopian future. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sci-fi, you missed your fucking setting there. Uh, Dom, do you want to start our, uh, our, um, our pitch? I will. I will start off. Thank you. Um, 
Everyone, please be quiet and pay full attention now, to this I, pitch. I, I'm just thinking about this now, and I'm. Should we think of names for the movies? Yes, and I hadn't thought of that, but we we definitely should. We. If, I, I think we'll have to do it at the end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, why don't we describe our movies and then we'll name them before we vote? That'll <clears> be easier for us to have some more time. Uh. Yes. Yep. Okay. Cause that. Cause that right. Yeah. Okay. So we don't have to name it yet. But so, my movie. It's a sci-fi. It takes place on Alcatraz. Okay. So, it all starts off with. It animals. takes place in the year twenty-five twenty-five. It actually takes place in two thousand ten. Really, very nice. Anne Hathaway is the granddaughter of Olin G. Blackwell, who was the warden when the three men escaped Alcatraz. Oh, the Rock. Um, her, her, For all our loyal listeners, it, you already know the tale of the escapees. Yes. And uh, I forgot to mention that her name is Catherine Blackwell, granddaughter of Olgin, Olin G. Blackwell. Gotcha. Born 1915. She and, really uh, you know, she really liked hanging out with her grandfather. There's a very short clip, maybe about 10, 15 minutes at the beginning, showing you know, her having a time with him until he dies in 1986. Sure. Establishing the relationship. And uh, so she grows up and she focuses on science because all he ever talked about was his one mistake in life, and it was letting Frank Morris and his other two accomplices get away. Right. Now, Frank Morris is played by Sean William Scott. Oh, I like that a lot. I should stop commenting mm-hmm. and let you just pitch. And uh, it all, it all uh, Catherine Blackwell, she's a very good uh, theoretical physicist, yep. ends up getting a job at NASA, and they, physicist. And they discover time travel. You hear this shit? So this time she goes travel. back in time. Wouldn't have seen this. To Alcatraz, nineteen sixty-one, a year before the three men escaped, seeing her grandfather as a young Jeff Bridges. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Now we got a we got a film, and it's a very long process. Not long. It's a very hard process of convincing <laughs> him. Can it be not both? only? I'm a woman on an island. In nineteen sixty-one. Which is the same year as my father was born. Uh, convincing him, like, I am your granddaughter. This is going to happen. I'm here to help you prevent these three men from escaping. Right. They eventually do prevent the three men from escaping. But she goes back. Then she goes back to the, her present time. Classic goes back into the books or the Google searches up Alcatraz just to find that it's still closed in 1963 because he never told her that it didn't close because they escaped. It was already scheduled because of how expensive it was to run the island. Ah, uh, so you know they didn't escape, it still closed down. Mm-hmm. And so how does that affect her life now that it's an alternate timeline? It just ends. <laughs> Think about it, because it's directed by... Sean William Scott. No, it's directed by Frank Be- <laughs> Darabont. Right, who knows how to write a good prison screenplay. Yeah. So, Which is actually perfect. Yes. He did Shawshank Redemption. He's doing Alcatraz. It's perfect. Because think about even just... Uh, talking Shawshank Redemption, it ends where it's like, well, that's a conclusion, but it's like, well, you could go so much deeper than right. where it ended. But you have the, the the emotional ending of the film, which is it strikes to your heart. Yeah. And you're too late. But you give love a bad name. But yeah, so that that is, that is my it's it's, I think it's a nice kind of something like that something doesn't happen too often in sci-fi is. It's a happy ending, but not entirely. Yeah. They, she still accomplished what she was trying to do, 
she just didn't realize that the, the implication, the what she actually wanted from the implication, was that it just did not work out the way, no matter what. Yeah, her grandfather thought that that was what his biggest regret was, but you realize that you really, the biggest regret is not spending more time with Anne Hathaway as a child. He said it, not me. <laughs> I love that. I love that take. And I didn't even put it together that the guy who directed Shawshank Redemption is doing an Alcatraz sci-fi movie. Which he I also, he also the Green Mile. He also the Green Mile! I mean... I mean, this is the, we spun the wheel, folks. We did not rig this. <laughs> if, there, if we rigged it, I wouldn't have sexual thriller as mine. So, yeah, very nice, Tom. I love it very much. Dylan, would you take us to the next? Um, I will. Let me grab that real quick. And, um, yes, sir. We're going to do this. So This, this ought to be good. It's going to be good. <clears throat> All right. So we have a dystopian coming of age. It's coming of age. Coming of age film starring Meryl Streep, Scott Strap, Michael Stapp. Clark Duncan, Stap, yep. and Four Leaf Tayback is the director. Yeah, yeah. The year is 2020, 2291. All right. In the future. In so it's Dallas, 200 years in the future. Wow. In Dallas, Texas. <laughs> yeah, it is. So Dallas in 2022, 20. 2291. 2291 is not what it is today. In there's the still brewery, there's still cool things, but everybody uh, drives flying cars. Um, or, do, or do they fly them? They fly. I feel like you still drive the time. They can kind of still yeah. drive, but for the most part, they're flying all around, but they still can drive, and they're, they're, they're electric-powered. So um, oh. the story is about Oliver, played by Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> and Is his last name close off? It's not yet, and um, and he's an 18-year-old, just graduated high school. I love this. And his girlfriend is Meryl Streep, who goes by Shoshi. 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 So, and don't forget, they are playing as they are their age now. They're yes, but they are 18-year-olds. Right, but, that's, but they are the clear, plot of the movie. She's 74, and yeah, yeah, yeah but, but she's playing an 18-year-old. But that's and, believable. And so is Oliver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah right, right. And uh, the story is directed I mean, by we Four Leaf, Four Leaf, ta- <laughs> Four Leaf Tayback, who is uh, who is having them play himself at 18 as well. Nice. And he still has no legs. <laughs> and, and he's, he's a big part of his work. He's just sitting in the corner saying, "It's I just uh, the stories about me and my dreams." And I was eighteen, about Back in one day being a hero, four hundred miles west of Dallas when it all went down. <laughs> and so Michael Clark Duncan is trying to be him as best as he can, and he loves Meryl Streep, who is yes. Shoshi. So of course, so Oliver and Shoshi decide. Shoshi is having some second thoughts about their relationship because she's going to college and he's not in there. Oh, thinking classic about tale. breaking up and it really kind of sucks. So they, they decide they want to go take a car ride uh, to west of Dallas. Just let's just do a just do a four hundred miles. Uh, let's see the world out and back. Let's see the world. Yeah, let's see the world, Michael. We'll figure it out together. And he's not as he's like, all right, cool, take it or leave it. She's a cool chick, but I just I don't know what it is. I don't know if I want to be a Whatever, uh, but I, I know that I want to be a hero, and right now all I am is an 18-year-old recent high school graduate <laughs> who drives a yellow flying taxi cab. Name is this development for, li- <laughs> for, for a living? All he does is just drive around. And his name is Corbin his, Dallas. His big arms. Wait a minute. In, in, <laughs> I'm seeing a comparison here. With his big arms in 
Dallas, Texas, just driving people around, trying to save people, trying to live his life. He's Dallas, just Texas stuck in the grind of being a taxi cab driver back then. So they, they exactly. get they back get, then in twenty two ninety one. Twenty two ninety one. Well, yeah, but this is this and is made. He's a, it, he's yeah. a healthy guy, just whatever, with his girlfriend, does love her, but he just wants to be a hero. So let's let's take a nice let's take a nice car trip through the. Um, mm. We've always wanted to do it. The, uh, let's go through for it. the old school part of Texas that isn't as. New dystopian. Yeah, the, so, the more mechs part of Tex. The more mechs part of Tex, but also possibly the more um, it's fucked, 2020, up, fucked up part of Texas where you so. just never know. There's still the power stations don't exist as well. Yeah. This type of thing. And we're going to find out why farms, four leaf, like Tatooine. Why four leaf Tayback <laughs> lost his legs. Right. Yeah. And, but but he still became four leaf Tayback at the end and right. directed movies and was a cool guy, but he did have to go uh, through some shit of course. to get there. So they... They um they take a trip. Uh, they just decide they're gonna pick a dart on a map and drive fly 400 miles. What to a map! What about they throw the dart? It's right next to where they live. Nice. <laughs> yeah, 400 miles. It's a half mile down the street. It's basically 400 thousand... miles in Texas on a map is you hit, you hit the T. A it's basically a exactly. That was a, funny. A f- <laughs> come on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the I, fuck? Was not, I was not paying attention to you. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. sorry. What other movies can you get out that far in the boonies with the freaks and the weirdos and freaks and geeks? Yeah. People who you know fuck people up and and they're out there and they're they're about yeah like near like three three hundred fifty miles. They're about about three hundred fifty miles west of Texas and they they run out of gas, Uh which is like their energy. Oh no! Did they end up at the Texas Chainsaw? They they run out of electricity. They run out of electricity. Yeah. Right outside of this old house, (laughs) and. And now they are they are wearing future clothes. They're outside this house. Very chromey. And, um, and, and then, the but they just want to see if the house has a you know some sort of a charger for their for their vehicle. Right, uh, which so they, they can, should because it's twenty two. Yeah, there should be something. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone has. There should be something, and yeah. and um, and uh, and uh, and they get to uh, they don't get they get to that house, and some guy that house looks fucked up, but some yeah. guy comes out and says, "Oh, if I get in your car, I'll." Um, I'll get you to uh, get you to my, my actual house. I just happen to work around here. So this guy gets in their car, starts acting real weird, um, and Oliver and Shoshi are kind of getting freaked out by this dude, and he's acting nuts, and he starts to be hostile. Then he just fucking cuts himself and then falls out of their cab, and they go, that's fucked up. And they're still pretty much out of gas, and they're right next to this other house. Oh. It's fucked, right? Yeah. Yep. So, so they go, all right, well, well we're out of gas completely. Absolutely. We don't know where we are anymore. We know these people have any fucking power. Again, electricity. Whatever not, it is. No gas, right? right. And, um, and they, uh, they both go, all right, well, we're both going to go up together to this, this really old, like, uh, like They're farm. out of options. Are, out of options. But we found a farmhouse. We're just going to go see if they have anything to help us out at all. Little weird house. Yeah. Um, big steel door. Knock on that door real quick. <laughs> And and um, Oliver's, a little weird house, Oliver, big steel door. Yeah, Oliver's hanging out outside the house, and um, and then this door opens with the sky in this mask, Jesus and he goes, "Worms wide open." Grabs, <laughs> he fucking grabs Shoshi, takes her in the house, door slams. Fucking Carl, played by Michael Clark Duncan. What happened to the guy? That was Oliver. No idea. The guy jumped out of the car. He's himself. gone. He's, He's gone. gone. He He's just gone. was a fucked up experience. Oh my god. Now she's in the house. He's freaking out. He's trying to fucking figure out what's going on. 
Welcome to this place. <laughs> He's saying shit like that. He can hear from the outside. Michael Clark Duncan, as big as he and runs in there, doesn't see anything. Oliver, yeah. signed Oliver. Him to a now, deal. now the screaming's gone. He's in there looking for his girlfriend, who we didn't know what was he was gonna do with anyways. Gets hit in the fucking head with a big giant piece of metal, yeah. and then all of a sudden wow. he, he wakes up and he's just kind of floating there, and he sees he sees Shoshi. Uh, with her fucking arms cut off on a table. Oh, no. And it's not good. It's not good. So he can't save her, and he tries to get her, can't go, because he's stuck to a meat hook. Oh, that's awful. So it's so bad. So then... And it's a coming-of-age tale. He's phones. He doesn't even have his phone anymore. (laughs) He doesn't have anything. So... So what happens is there's a lot of stuff that happens, but, sure, sure. but he's still on the meat hook. He's <laughs> yeah, looking around and he sees the guy kind of looks in on him or whatever it is. Yeah. And since he's Michael Clark Duncan, he just fucking rips the meat hook right out of him. Oh. Goes after the guy with the chainsaw who cut her legs off. Oh. Yeah. And then, then he fucking gets in this fight with him and then he gets held down. They cut his fucking legs off. Oh, no. And he thinks he's over with, but he luckily was wearing a belt, tourniqueted himself. Nice. And then he killed the guy with the chainsaw. With the chainsaw? With the chainsaw. He, no, he killed, yeah. Well, he, he turned killed, it on him. Yeah, he turned it on him, killed him. Nice. And then uh, and then ran outside the house, called for help, and there was another guy there, and he killed him and exposed this huge fucking crazy pedophile ring. Saved the day, lost only one person. Wow. And he's crawling out there, crawls into a truck, tells everyone, calls the cops. This place that has been killing people with chainsaws for 400 years that no one knew about. Cause it was 400 so, years? So far. Yeah, I mean, it's 200 years, really. I mean, 300 yep. years maybe. Chainsaw, let's say 300, yeah. yeah there's sure. this house that he exposed yeah. that he crawled into this truck. He's bleeding to death, but he's got that pretty much covered. He exposed this whole entire killer pedophile ring of people mm. crazy people who eat people this is with great chainsaws, for YouTube. and he uh gets in the truck and saves the day and he was once before this all started just an 18 year old with a dream of being <laughs> of being a hero he lost his girlfriend through this but yeah. he now is sitting there now thinking, he's a man i am a man and i exposed something of the biggest mystery in the world where this all went down yeah. and i saved the fucking day and i'm a hero and now he Went from 18-year-old with no vision, no plan, to, uh, I want to be a cop. Yep. Because I just saved the day, and I exposed the biggest thing. And since then, basically, the state of Texas has never been the same. It's been a better place. And they've pinpointed all these places. And he's now on, he got the the award for, like, citizens who aren't cops yet. (laughs) Of, like, doing something amazing by taking down this crazy, crazy (laughs) ring of people. And he is he a got hero. The, he got the C W. All he wanted A-C, to be, yeah. all he wanted to be was a hero, and he lost his girlfriend through that. Right. But he became a hero, and he is now a lot further along than he, he thought he would be at his age. See now, He's I found found the biggest mystery to an eighteen-year-old is where the clit is. No, no, no. It's where the the house is in Texas. Mm-hmm. Dylan, I I love it. I fucking love it. Thank you, dude. I came I mean, with that myself. I mean, you made the best out of that so far. <laughs> and I, at the end, you did the chew horn a little bit, the coming of age tale, because I can remind you yeah. some other type of genre that was in there. But you, I, you, I, you, I, convinced, you convinced me that you were doing horror. I, I love the shit out of but it. But he, he just wanted to be a hero. He didn't I, mean to do that. I'm, yeah, no, no. That's not what he was trying to do. Right, he with, just wanted to be a hero. In a great hero's journey, the call to action, sure how to do it. You, you don't want to do it. It's, it drives you. Yeah. He didn't yeah. want to do that. He drove he his drove, electric he did, car. He, 
He would probably say he wasn't car. a hero. He just had to do what right. he had to do in that moment. Exactly right. To be a hero, and yeah. now now he's and he's found he's the himself. Ma- he found himself through yeah. a really through horrible lo- experience. Through loss, he yeah. found himself. Through loss, he found himself, and and he killed uh, Scott Strap 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 Scott Stapp's character. Yeah. Who was annoying? Uh, I, I, still, he, he, uh, he was still, ironically, annoying. he took him higher. He took him higher to a place where blind men see. <laughs> to at a higher place, and he's no longer on this planet doing this to people who didn't have the strength that <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan's character had, a huge dude. If it was anybody is, else, this if anyone's strapped, if this would have happened. It was someone going on, and this is four leaf Tayback's story. Right. And he just wanted because to. Because he lost ta- his legs. He lost his legs. So he wanted, that's he the just story. wanted to tell this story. In a way that because for a moment I thought that four leaf tape back might have been Meryl Streep in the story, but then when Michael Clark Duncan lost, it's like mm-hmm. oh okay they both did. Yep, yeah, she yeah. didn't make it long. She was just kind of you know. Mm. Oh, that, that is just. They wanted to go find their wow. relationship, but he wanted to find himself. Oh my gosh. And uh, <sighs> so. six feet ain't so far down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and I didn't mean to give you a, a, a potential Thanks. title for your movie. Yep. <laughs> It's good. All right, now it's time for me to do my movie. Psychosexual thriller. Here's how it goes. And everyone forgive me for whatever I might do here. <laughs> here it goes. you listening. Yep. I need none of you writing. I need all of you focusing One on my seconds. story. One <laughs> I got my name right now. You can't see it. I won't look at it, but I do need it, – it's going to be hard to sell off. Your, yours were both so good that I, I'm, right, I'm feeling – I feel like I have Napoleon syndrome right now, and I really need to sell my story here. Okay. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, in a world so cold. <laughs> um, so, no, th- this takes place in 1977, and it takes place in Montana. But it doesn't start there. Good year. Yeah. Good year is a great point because of tire company for cars. So, there is a, uh, a couple of uh, teens. Uh, one of them is a guy growing up on the mean streets of Detroit. And there's a girl who moves from South Lake, Indiana, and her father moves to Detroit to be part of the motor industry. In the 70s, it's still booming. They're still doing pretty well. Boom, 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 boom. Um, I don't know the names of my characters, but I'm going to do it by the, the, the actor's name. So sure, Amy yeah. Adams moves mm-hmm. to Detroit um, as a teenager. And uh, in high school there, she meets Denzel Washington, whose father works in a Detroit uh, motor factory, like for GE or whatever. And as they're working GM. there, GM, it's not General Electric, it's General Motors, thank right you. Right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> so she meets him in high school, and she was doing very well in Indiana. But, you know, as is the time, the father got a new job. He had to move up stakes. She, she goes to that new high school, and she's the smartest kid there, you know, because how smart French like is. <laughs> so, and she finds this guy, Denzel, he's, he's a charming guy, and, uh, and he's, you know, he's really good at, you know, a lot of things in his life, but not that great at academics. So he, they fall in love. They're, they're a couple. They leave high school. And she wants to go to college um, somewhere in Michigan. But she doesn't want to leave Denzel. And he goes, you know, don't worry about that. You know, you can pursue your career or whatever, but just stick with me for a little while. And we're, I, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to start working at the factory where my father worked. And we're going to earn some money. You can buy a house wherever you want to go to school. We'll go there. And that, that's the plan for them. So they leave high school. It's two, three years in, four years in now. 
she's getting a job at a local supermarket. She she knows how smart she is. She's not accomplishing her potential. And he's working at the, at the supermarket. Yeah, how can right. you? Right. How can yeah. you? Right. And she and he's still working at the factory. And it's 1977. Just to you know. And so he's working at the, at the factory and he's getting it done. Whatever. Whatever. And big layoffs happen. And it's oh shit. Here we go. Well, Denzel, haven't you saved up a, saved up a bunch of money? And he goes, I had saved up a bunch of money for a house, um, but. I, 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 not enough to, to buy it and move. And she goes, well, you know, we've been stagnant for so long. I, 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 I you know, I, I love you, but what are we doing here? I'm trying to have kids. I'm trying to move into a house. I'm trying to make a life for myself here. And you're still in the factory, and, and I should be in college. So why don't we take a vacation together? Maybe we'll get some stuff done, see what's going on here. But little does Denzel know that when they've been having sex, she's been letting them get it in yeah and nothing's going they call on. that breeding now right yeah nothing's going on here he's not thinking about that he's thinking about saving money thinking about whatever he's gonna do she's trying to build a life and every time you know they're trying to get pregnant nothing's happening he wants to have a house and the whole thing before you get there but she wants to start her life up and, and he in the every time she's not getting pregnant and she's thinking i know how the house yet but i can't you're not getting pregnant i don't know what's going on here like What's going on with him? So let's go on our vacation. Fine. You get laid off. This is a bad time to go on vacation. We need a, a fresh start in our life. Let's get something else going on here. So they decide to take a vacation at Glacier National Park in Montana. They take a road trip out there. They're going to revitalize their marriage, everything going on here. They're going to do it. And they get to the park. They have a little hard time with directions. I mean, they've never been out of French Lick or Detroit. They don't know about national parks. And people are telling them, oh... And they, they pull into the corner store there, and they, they got Denzel Washington married to uh, Amy Adams. And they go, oh, boy, look at this guy here with this lady. And they don't take too kind of that. They're, they're, they're pretty uh, yep. prejudiced, as it would be, going to the park. And they go, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're taking a vacation. We're married, yada, yada. Where's your kids? You don't have any kids yet? Oh, no, no, you know, we're trying. Well, we're gonna, oh, all right, we're going on that way. And then don't the try park, too hard. Don't try too hard. And the park's there. They get into the park. And a day in, they're already fighting. It, it, Are they it, drinking? It's not a great vacation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sure. She doesn't know yet. No, they're drinking. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're having fun, whatever. They're, they're, they're setting up their tent and everything like that. And this is all new to them. They're not outdoorsy types. They're city folk. And she's been city folk since she was in, in, in high school. She, she, she wants to go back to the days of being in Indiana with the outdoorsy. But this guy, he has no fucking idea how to go outdoors. He's just, he's, he's doing it because she wants him to. Mm-hmm. And he wants to have a new fresh start. He's out there and he's going through Glacier National Park, and they don't know where to go. They don't know what's going on, and people are pointing them out. But everyone is not happy with the fact that this black man is married to this white woman in Montana, 1977. They're 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 giving him a lot of shit, but she's like, oh no no no, don't worry about it. And Denzel, he's he's shrugging it off. He knows how to handle it. So they get deep into the woods, and the directions they gave them didn't work out that well because they don't know what they're going. So they get lost in the woods, and they're trying to set their tent up. They're fighting. They're fighting. And they come across a hiker. This guy's backpacked up. And he goes, hey, folks, how you doing? Need some help? Oh, you know, we're, we're okay. Don't worry about it. We're fine. Uh, that's what Denzel says. But Amy Adams says, who's this fella? Ooh, he's a cutie pie. I don't know who this guy is. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'll, I'll teach you all about it. So this guy walks in, and this guy's name is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, man. And, and, and he's, Here he comes. And, and Denzel's sitting back, crossing his arms. He sets up the tent for him. He starts the fire. And he goes, oh, brother, don't you worry about that. You know, I don't know anything about a city. I don't know anything about that. I just know about out here. He's, he's being humble. He's doing. He's mm-hmm. teaching him how to do it. He sets the whole thing up. And during the night, um, Amy Adams starts to, you know, 
cuddle up pretty close with Leonardo guy. This guy is a woodsman. He's he's where I'm from, you know, the rural area. I mean, this Denzel guy, I fell in love with him in high school, but where the fuck are we going now? I can't get pregnant from him. He, I'm not going to college anymore. I'm stuck with him in Detroit. And this Leo guy is pretty nice. He knows how to hike, he knows how to build a fire, and yada, yada, yada. So anyways, Denzel's exhausted from doing everything all day, and he falls asleep that first night. And Amy Adams and Leo have a couple of chit chats together. And he's obviously very faint. Oh, you know, I, I hope everything works out for you. It's, uh, it's hard to hear. You know, it's hard to save money, yada, yada. But meanwhile, trying to get it in, though. And she Classic would love to have it. Yeah. And, of course, there's this in the beginning of the movie, there's a sex scene in Detroit because it's it a sexual thriller. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's passionate, but it doesn't go very well. So so that first night's over. They wake up, and they go, oh, we're going to keep hiking on. And Leo goes, oh, well, I got nothing to do if you don't mind me staying with you. And Denzel's like, I kind of do mind, um, but I don't know how to hike out here. And if you leave us alone with Amy Adams, I'm going to look like a complete piece of shit because I don't know how to hike. So why don't you come with us? And he's being friendly to him, and he's, you know, trying to be friendly and all that. So the second night, they go up, and they set out deep into Glacier National Park, man. We're, 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 there's no... There's nothing going on there at all. They're all by themselves, and they set it up, and Denzel has another fight with Amy Adams, and he's like, I can't fucking stand this. I mean, you know, you're with this new guy, whatever, you're hanging out with him, and she goes, oh, there's nothing about him. He's just trying to help us out. I mean, he's helping he's us. He's just a friend. You can't set up a fucking tent. You're lucky he's here. I don't know why you're making so mad about it. Like, you're we're lucky we bumped into him. And he goes, yeah, you know, fuck that guy. It's like, he's been nothing but nice to us. Why are you so fucking mad at him? So... Denzel. Sorry, was this a sexual thriller or just a movie about sexual tension? Don't you worry. <laughs> Thrilling sexual tension. Do not tension. worry. <laughs> Don't worry. How much more is left? You're Don't taking wor- the longest. Listen, listen. You're going to like it. It's coming together. So, All right. it's almost over. So, so the second the second <laughs> night, the second night, Denzel, um, they're they're hanging out and they're, they want to go fishing and stuff. He's pissed off. He's basically been cucked on his own vacation. Like Fred Astaire. And he can't stand it. Like Fred Astaire. And he, and he goes out on, on his own. He, he starts to find himself, and he's like, I can't believe this shit. Like, I don't know what's going on here, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And uh, Leo and Amy are like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to have a fire again tonight. You know, you can come with us if you want. And then Denzel's like, you know what? No, I don't want to come with you. Like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. This whole vacation fucking sucks. Like, I want to go back to Detroit. <laughs> this is bullshit. Like, I'm out of nowhere Montana with all these white people in the middle of nowhere. Fuck this shit. So he's all mad, and he goes to bed. But Leo and Amy... They take a trek way out deep into the woods, and, and it's a moonlit evening, stars in the sky, and Glacier Park, Montana gets all sexy, and, um, you know, they get it on. They get it on nice nice and good, and she and she's appreciative, and she goes, I haven't felt something like this, and I, I don't know when, and, um, and I can't imagine what this is like in my future, and she's starting to think about her life and all this other shit, but then as soon as they're done, um, Leonardo DiCaprio asks her like where you're from again and she goes French Lake Indiana and he goes not anymore and he wraps his hands around her throat and he fucking strangles her to death in the deep woods in Montana and and the last scene you see is him shaking her her head and he leaves her there and then he takes all his backpack with him leaves next morning Denzel can't find her anywhere where the hell is Amy? She went out with that fucking Leonardo DiCaprio guy. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, last thing I know, they might be having sex out there. Yeah. And he goes out there, and, he, and he, he's looking for the whole half the day. It's getting dark out. He can't find her. He's screaming out, Amy, Amy, Amy. Can't find her. He finally finds her dead by the side of a river. Signs of a struggle. Signs of fatalities. It's a bad news. And he, and he breaks down crying. It's, it's a fucking nightmare. And five minutes later, as he's trying to come together... Two park rangers go by and they go, 
What's all this now? What happened here? Uh, <laughs> what happened here? Some little marital struggles? Yep. And he gets arrested and he gets taken to prison in Montana for murdering his wife because they can't imagine that this guy's here and didn't do it. And who's Leonardo DiCaprio? I don't fucking know. He's nobody. Wow. And you can't kill someone with no body. With no body. <laughs> <laughs> That's my movie. It's a tragedy. Damn. It's a tragedy. Psychosexual so thriller. She's so hot. Yep. So sad that she went down like that. Mm-hmm. And he keeps hiking. So, so time to vote. So everyone recap. Typical. And, and then, oh, we came up with our time names. For our names. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know my name yet. I got my name. All right. Um, I'm still working mine a little bit. So, uh, Dylan, walk us through your decision today to buy us a, a sheet of pepperoni pizza. That's a great, great. Yep. While we work on the names, uh, today I figured it was as boys' pizza party day. Uh, episode 60, Pizza Party Night. Um, I thought if we're having a pizza party sleepover, we should have a sheet pizza. You know, the square pizzas that have... It's like, I can't tell the last time I had a sheet pizza. To, a few hours ago, actually. Classic. Yeah. Well, b- before that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and it's just it's solid that, but... pizza. It's a fun pizza. It's, uh, you know, and um, it was it was either two pizzas for the same price or one sheet pizza. Oh, it's a so no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I'm going to get the fun yeah. pizza. It took a little more time for them to make a Wegmans. Uh, they, so I did some shopping. Um, I got some uh, some salmon and ate that with the coffee. And um, <laughs> and then uh, I got a sheet pizza, man. It was fucking. Uh, it was great. Now you get pizza yeah. for a while. It's pretty good pizza. Yeah, it was pretty pretty good. Sheet pizza is the fun sleepover pizza, you know, pizza party pizza. And I I don't know if you know this, but the white um, white tables in the pizza. Yes. I learned this year that those aren't to like in Papa Gino's. Those aren't to like keep it flat. It's so you can. Use it to pull the pizza. Oh, I saw you doing that. Yeah, I learned that on TikTok. Oh, it's to keep it from going. No, no, you take that and you do this. Can it be both? Instead of it probably is both, but they're well. These ones were triangles, so it's easier to grab onto. It's more for that. The round ones that Papuccinos use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to collect those in kindergarten. There's a whole bag of them. Yeah, I did in like third grade. We're a little behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Um, Was that the same time? No, because I'm older. I'd be be third grade when you were in kindergarten. So yeah. um, But yeah, that's what those are for. That's why there were so many of them. I think, Um, which actually doesn't make sense. There should just be one. So they're dual purpose. I'd say that those those white things on the Papa Gino's pizza and the Wegman's um, uh, sheet pizza is uh, yeah 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 that's that's what it's about, dude. It's about the sheet pizza. It's classic. It's so it's almost like a play on deep dish pizza from um, from Chicago, but because it kind of sort of has that. Have you ever vibe. Ha- have you ever had Detroit style pizza? Dude, weird thing you say that because there's a new place in New York, Maine that's Detroit style pizza. I'm like, what the fuck it is this about? Sucks. It's new, like, why but the it's fuck bad. Is that there? No one's Detroit. It is the worst pizza. kind of pizza. It's, it's, Actually, it's like making a pizza on top more, of focaccia. New York, Boston, Chicago style. Greek, Greek, Greek is good. Yeah, Greek pizza. all better than Detroit style. I can name one worse. St. Louis style pizza. I've had it and it's fucking garbage. Oh, you told me about this. Can you describe it for the podcast? I've never heard it. It's like a really thin, shitty shit bag fucking dough, in a circle. And it's basically craft uh, Parmesan cheese on red sauce. Mm. And I was in the airport in St. Louis, and I, I was like, I'm just going to I'm gonna try St. Louis pizza. And I was like, holy shit, what in the fuck? Now, have you ever had St. Louis barbecue? Because they have their own classification for that, too. I've never, I've never had it. When I was there, I got St. Louis-style barbecue, sorry, hot sauce. And it, 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 it's, it reminds me of the pizza. Oh, like, it's okay. got the same energy. You know? <laughs> Energico. Yeah, like St. Louis-style fucking stuff. 
St. Louis. They're just trying to do stuff. Weirdly enough, there's a lot of Italians in St. Louis, or there used to be. There's called the Hill, where the Italians are from. You'd think their pizza would be a little fucking better than that, but it's not. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But Detroit-style pizza, like in York, Maine. I was like, what? Who the Awful. fuck would get this? Like, there's, hey, guys, let's get, you know, let's try Detroit-style. In no. Maine? Fuck there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a night shift tap room in the Natick Mall. Yes, next. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, we're yeah. next to mm-hmm. level ninety nine. Which yep. I really want to go there and play games. It looks Same. so fun. I, 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 I we'll, agree. we'll have to do a, 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 fun. a, 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 a fucking DJBP night out there. Or that sounds maybe. fun. It's close. Yeah. Um, and the tap room is great, but the menu, all their pizza is Detroit style, and I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll try what it. And I got, fuck? I got a all a, their pizza Detroit style. Yes. What the and fuck? Twenty twenty two bullshit is this? That's and I got I got a chicken. That's against Christ. Pizza. Detroit style. It was. The toppings were so good, but the crust is just fucking off. You know, you ever have focaccia bread? Focaccino? Yeah. Oh, focaccino. That's basically what the dough for Detroit style is. I feel like they just made this up. This This isn't like that 50-year-old thing. I've never heard of Detroit style until like this year. I heard about it because I drove by. I'm like, why is that there? So it's just focaccia bread with fucking shit on it? Basically, yeah. That's not original. Because it's like this tall and it's like really doughy. Yeah. The two OG styles of pizza are fucking. The classic argument is: Do you like fucking New York Chicago? Or Chicago? Yes. Not right. D- d- don't bring Detroit. in Detroit. Don't bring in some fucking LA bullshit yeah, with avocados on it. City. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I actually like, respect avocados more because it's adding crazy shit to it than Detroit. Yeah, but it's being LA like, shit. It's the same shit but worse. Bullshit. Yeah. It's yeah. The, 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 well, the LA shit's new shit but worse, and Detroit yeah, but it sounds is, like Detroit is Detroit same is now shit new but shit. worse. It sounds like it's now they're like trying to be like, oh, we're now like a cool city and we're trying to like make our own fucking pizza. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, Detroit doesn't need any help. Yeah, it's a bunch of people who are like, oh, this is the new cool thing. It's like, no, the new cool thing is, you know, Denzel's from there. Be from New York and start a pizza place. Just do that. I'll eat that. A lot of competition. Yeah. I'll definitely fucking eat that. Um, I follow this place called Pickwids in, in Chicago, and it looks fucking amazing. Because I can't even say you can't even compare the two. I know if you're, on, you're, if you're oh. your last meal in the Green Mile, you get to pick one, I'd pick New York. But, John Coffee. But I still think that Chicago, like, Uno pizza is fucking good. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it does a little dry, but it's good, you know. All right, guys. So I got my movie name. I have my movie name. I couldn't think of it the entire time, but uh, can I just go last? You can go last. Yeah, yeah. I'm, going, I went last I'm going first before. anyways. All right, yeah. cool, yeah. Um, so I had two I was thinking of, and after I thought of those two, they were kind of the first two things I thought of. And I was like, let me try to think of, like, actually sit down while they're talking about other shit or all ranting about pizza. Let me try to figure out what else I could call it. And I was like, I couldn't think of anything. I was like, I'm just going to go with one of my initial gut feelings out of the two. Yeah. I'm going with, I'm naming my movie Continuation of the Fallen. Mm. Well, well done. Well done. And give us a quick recap of just, uh, just a couple bullets. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Because so, yeah. so we're going to vote, right? The now. reason why I think Continuation of the Fallen is because it's all about the granddaughter of the warden of Alcatraz while that was there when the three men escaped. And she gets into science, physics, starts working for NASA. They figure out time travel. She uses it to her advantage to go back in time to help her grandfather prevent the men from escaping. Right. Without realizing that that's not why it closed. Yeah. So she helps him finish what he was trying to do, but it closes anyway. So her task sort of was a failure. So it's like mm-hmm. he tried to prevent them from escaping in 1962. And, well, he couldn't find, sorry, they escaped. He couldn't find them. And that was his falling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then she went back in time to help him and 
did what she thought would save the prison, but not realizing that, that it still didn't save it, so now it's her falling. Yeah. So it's yeah. the continuation of the fallen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'll go. So, because uh, Jose is going last, so uh, my movie's about Oliver and Shoshi um, in Dallas 22. A coming of age story set in 2022-99. Exactly, or and they, they, <laughs> they, they drive their flying taxi cab west to try to find themselves and find their mar- find their thing. Come in, come in, Dallas. While Michael Clark Duncan... Well, Ma- Michael Clark Duncan, who plays Oliver, is really just trying to find his hero story and find himself. And they come across this house full of people. One guy uh, who's Scott Strap um, from Creed. Strap. Strap yeah. from, from Creed, who, who kills Meryl Streep right off the bat and then cuts Michael Clark Doug- Duncan's legs off. Michael, Michael Clark Douglas. Michael Clark Duncan's legs off. I ate Meryl Streep's pussy. <laughs> And then so Sophie's choice. And then he kills her and becomes the hero and exposes a huge pedophile murder ring that's right. been going on for so three years. Right. So he actually becomes the which hero. Which is what uh, hero. which Michael Clark Duncan is playing Four Leaf Tayback, who's the director. Right. It's based on his. It's life. based on his life right. and his story when he was 18 years old. Yeah. He becomes the hero, mm-hmm. and the movie's name is My Sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, no, no. We'll play it on the pod. We'll play it on the pod. Don't do that shit. I will play it. I promise you. I promise you I'll play it. Oh, my God. What am I going to talk about now? <laughs> Did you screw it? Screwed. Uh, my movie is about uh, a young high school couple, Meryl, uh, Meryl Streep. <laughs> Amy no, Adams Amy. and Denzel Washington. They have marital troubles. They can't conceive a child. They go on vacation to Glacier National Park. Racism happens. They meet Ted Bundy. <laughs> he kills her. <laughs> Racism more happens again. And then Denzel gets uh, convicted of the murder of his wife, which he loves very much. And this strange, uh, sexy man kills her. And uh, that one's called uh, Frontier Fever. Kind of like Cabin Fever, Jungle <laughs> Fever. <laughs> we'll mix you there. I couldn't uh, think of a better title than that, but... Uh, that's all. I think, and, and for a '70s film, it's it's pretty sexy. Uh, for a like sexual sexy. thriller, yeah, a lot of banging going on. There. Yeah, like, yeah. Out the, off the bat. With yeah, right. It's Leo, initially, and then Leo gets there. Leo's bangs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, the whole thing. So that's all I got. I have a better name for it based off the '70s. Please, Killing Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> so mine, mine is called Killing Beaver. <laughs> is my title. Thank you. <laughs> so. So we've got. I don't give a damn. <laughs> That's the subtitle. All right, Frankly, so it's a good. I don't give a damn. 
killing Beaver, my sacrifice, and one more time. Oh, down. and uh, 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 continuation of the Fallen. <laughs> uh, and the, the Denzel's character's name Frank to make it better for the for the subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Leo says it in the movie, so you can do this thing. Frankly, Frank, I don't give a damn. <laughs> then they point at the thing. Yeah. So that's mine. Uh. Killing Beaver. Uh, what was yours again? Continuation of the Fallen. And my sacrifice. <laughs> All right, so Dom, so, you get the first vote, and we know the rules. Yes, and so do I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna give you up. Uh, I'm I'm gonna vote for killing Beaver, because uh, tell me why. Let's let's defend each other on this ain't one. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the I, uh, so the, the the main reason why I was picking killing Beaver even before you named it was you named it, but yeah. Uh, Dylan, I'm sorry. I just can't accept that is not a coming of age movie. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds what great. What do you mean? It sounds great, but that is not. He a did have a good time where he's like, and then he becomes a man <laughs> at the very end. Michael Clark Duncan becomes a man. He wanted to be a hero. Right. He yeah. He became a hero. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so, so my my vote is for Killing Beaver. Why? Which I I just said why. That's it. Because Dylan sucks, and you yes! can, you can vote for your own. You were never allowed to vote for your own before. No, you can always vote for yeah, your own. You, can, yeah. you can't vote for anything twice. Oh. You can vote for your own. Well, I'm voting for my own, then. All right, that's fine. Okay. Why? Because I think it would make a fucking damn good movie. That is, honestly, out of the three of them, which I know it wasn't by choice, is the only one that's possible of being made. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> we didn't forget that. Good point. His actually could be made tomorrow. Um. But that's a shitty version to vote for because you know it's all it's all imaginary, so yeah. that can't be the only reason. I, I no. I, also, I, I do. I do. You like the idea. I like I the idea. I yeah. thought of. I like the idea too. It's a sci-fi thing. You get all happy, and it's like, well, it didn't work. Yeah, and I like that that, that pull the rug out from you under the surprise ending, which I think we all had a good surprise. Yeah, we all twists, definitely yeah, yeah, a little twist in the plot. Twisty yeah, yeah. things you didn't see coming. Twisting the night away. A lot of things you didn't see coming. Dylan, your vote and why, please. I'm gonna vote for myself. Solid. Because it's it's a good it's a good plot. It's a good story. It's all original. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I, I really think it's funny that uh, that four leaf Tayback picked Michael Clark Duncan to play himself. <laughs> to play himself. Yeah. Oh, yep. Um, and he cut his legs off in the movie just to match just his. To, yep, yeah. Yeah. Just to match because that's how he got him cut off in the right. original. Because his is as a yeah. Corbin Dallas taxi broke down in yeah, West Texas. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and um, and uh, that's that's it's just it's 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 funny, and it could be it could be a real, uh, you know, um, Killian Keeves, you know, Gillian Keeves, Gillian Keeves yeah. situation, or one For of those sure. guys could pick this up probably any time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And I was going to vote for another person's than mine, but I, I do love the roundabout, let's do it again thing. So I'm going to vote for my own because yeah, you are, I yep. think mm-hmm. sticking with me trying to be so serious and getting caught with a psychosexual thriller in the Glacier Park of Montana, I think it did a pretty good job really writing good. a script yeah. based on that alone. And I wanted, I was thinking that Leo's going to be the main character, but it turns out he's a great. You know, we're in the 70s, we're in the woods, serial killer shit, there's racism in Montana, yeah. you know, it's, it's this marital Fox. troubles. Yeah. I mean, I, I, would, I would watch that movie in a heartbeat, so I'm going to pick Killing Beaver for my <laughs> 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 All right, well, that's only one more thing to ask. Yes. Which one would you pick, Wallace? <laughs> well, Dominic, <laughs> you know I'm a fan of movies. And what I would pick is, uh, none of them. I think they all suck ass. <laughs> 
And I'm not saying that lightly. What are you talking about? Excuse me. Excuse you. Excuse you. Yes. What do you have a problem with me? I'm on the podcast again to make a point here. You brought me on here to vote. Am I wrong or am I wrong? You're not wrong. Oh, oh, so I'm wrong then. Because I said I was wrong. No, 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 no. No, that's fine. No, no, that's fine. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm yeah, sorry. We don't usually fight on the podcast. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You know, I, I get a little bit out of line. I get a little bit out of pocket, as the kids say. And, uh... Let's fix your bow tie, dude. Come on. Uh, you yelling that much with the crooked bow tie? Uh, thank, there you go. Uh, yeah, thank, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, thank, nice, Thank nice. you, thank okay. you. You yeah, know yeah. what? Actually, mm. Donnie, put me closer to Dylan, please. Yeah, come here. Come here. I, I, I want to apologize here. I, I get a little bit... I get a little bit wound I up. I do too. I get here. I'm known to be a loose cannon sometimes. <laughs> you and me both, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah, we know I got yeah, yeah. there on the podcast. And I, I meant to ask you. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't been paid yet. Ooh, that's a rough one. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's yeah. a volunteer right now. Did we give you that on the Oh, is that oh, is that so? Because I didn't hear that initially when I got, when I got hired on the podcast. I didn't hear uh, Four Roses hasn't wrote me one check, you understand? Ah, shit, that's right. Well, they haven't written us a check either, so we've been struggling. Oh, we, oh is that yeah. so? Uh, that's we so do, strange. We, do. We, we, we got plenty of Jewel Pogs. We got plenty of beer. We got uh, a, a sheet pizza upstairs. What do you think of that? Sheet pizza? Sheet pizza, yeah. Fuck you. How about that? All right, well. I want the money. Okay. Uh, do you mean beg, borrow, or steal for that money? Excuse you? Beg, borrow, or steal. Steal? Like, we are doing this, not you. Oh. And uh, we can probably get you something. Oh. And we also have a new website coming out, djbasementpodcast.com. Is uh, that so? <laughs> it's so. djbasementpodcast.com yeah, for the podcast? Do. Doing your basement podcast? Yeah, and you got Oh, sp- that's great to hear. Yeah, you get a spot on that, so you get some fame. You never know who out there is going to pick you up, bro. You know, we, you're on here, but there are future opportunities. That's on great, Wallace. I think that's great. Commercials, fucking all these cool things, dude. So we'll make, we, we always, here's, here's the thing. We take care of. Our residents here. Dominic's you know, one of them. Dominic, one of them, yeah, Dominic's yeah. one of them? Yeah. You know, I like Dominic. Yeah, I like Dominic. Dominic's pretty cool. I like you too, Wallace. Thanks, Dominic. You bitch. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Nah, that's how we're all a bunch of boys here. <laughs> <laughs> I expect yeah, yeah, to yeah, find no, out. No, cigars and things. Yeah, 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 yeah. We like that funny. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, man. Alright. All right. Uh, you know what? You know, it's all water under the bridge, boys. Under the bridge. I know. Free God. cigars, free baseball. Hey, what am I doing anyway? Hey, I'm not busy. Yeah. Alright, alright. There all right. we go. Hey, hey anyway, my, my vote's for Killer Beans. Alright. And that was Th- Wallace. Thank you, everybody. Wallace. The world famous. Thank you, Alright, thanks, Wallace. So, um,. All right, so my turn for my my second vote. Yeah, you, you have know, to vote again. So mine. you so, voted for yours already, yeah. so you can't vote for yourself. Can't vote for myself again. So I'm gonna pick. Uh, I, I like the the continuation of the Fallen is my pick. I uh, I'm a huge fan so far of uh, this. Particular. I'm a fan. He's, he's, Wallace is a fan. Wallace huge is a fan. fan of this. Uh, I think that uh, the Alcatraz setting is pretty fucking hot. It's uh, it's a fun thing. You've got a continuation of the story of the past with the daughter and this and that. Jeff Bridges. With, Jeff fucking Bridges, I mean, it's Bridges, awesome. Dude. And Hathaway's it's, going to the past to yeah, save her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love it. Yep, yeah, big fan. So I, I, it's, it's my pick. I think it's well done. Yeah. Um, I'm going to vote, as much as I love continuation of The Fallen. <laughs> dude. 
If you are with me, I'm free. <laughs> I'm careless, I believe. I'm voting for my sacrifice. When you walk into my door. My sacrifice. I was going to vote for it the first time, but I wanted to go longer. My sacrifice is but my vote. Good pick. Hell so, yes. Uh, Who wouldn't see that movie? The, yeah, you wouldn't yeah, like you, it, you, but you, you will you, see it. It's like the Tim and Eric movie at the beginning where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, the and then, then you like, realize like, how, what it really is. fucking shit. This I mean, is so stupid and funny. The actual, the pieces of it is it, it out of control fit together good. somehow. It fit. A futuristic Michael Clark Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, All right Dom, you get so, the final vote. Or the vote for the next round. <coughs> so, what I was, I was thinking about when I really, you know, we, I feel like we do the same thing every time, especially when it gets into, this is basically the only vote is the top one. Yes. And yeah, we, we've never had, vote. we've have never had a number one vote that just went smoothly. It's always a little never. bit of argument. And I hope it never does. I it never know, will. It's not possible. Yeah. Right? Because if it, it does, we didn't try hard enough. That's when it's time to stand your ground, and, you know, I really had to think a lot about what I was going to vote for after I voted for my own, because I know I couldn't do it again. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I'm kind of surprised that I ended up on this one. And that's my sacrifice. <laughs> it's, I still I still stand my ground. It's not a coming-of-age movie. Okay. But. I'll take notes. Yeah, that's I. It wouldn't I, be, I would, it wouldn't I would be Dylan that. listening to the list if he actually did what the list said. So it's <laughs> it's right on par. It's it's on par for the yeah, podcast. It, I mean, let's put it this way: when he put Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the in the in the setting, he already was going to do the story anyways. Uh, it just turned out it might have been a coming of age story at the end. But that's the nature of the pod. Yeah. But no, I. Yeah, that's that's my vote. I that's a movie I would genuinely like. Watch. If I, if Continuation of the Fall was a real thing and I couldn't see it in theaters, I don't know I would ever be like, oh, I gotta watch that now that's on streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But that combo of Scott Staff, Staff. Meryl Streep, oh, fuck, I did it too. Strap and Staff. <laughs> I know it's weird, but Staff. <laughs> and Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> I, would, I would, yeah, no, I would, I would go out of my way to watch that yep. even when it made it to streaming. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That means we have a winner. My sacrifice <laughs> is the movie of episode sixty of the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. It's the winner. I tell you something else. I was gonna vote for it the first round, but I wanted it to go longer. Gotta go longer, yep. Uh, but oh my god, what a fucking champ move for that one. And you know what that means? It's time for Joe's favorite segment. My sacrifice. What is it? Thoughts. Yeah. Woo. Dom, what are your final thoughts on this? Uh, uh, episode well, 60, I mean, it's a retrospective <clears throat> of us coming up with a new idea for the top 60. I heard we- weird ideas like top 60 uh, colors, uh, top 60 shoes, top 60... I was kidding, but fish? That was actually floated for this podcast. Uh, yeah, no, well, we so, should definitely have that. Let me, so be funny. We will. Yeah, yeah, we but got but that's always out. there. So what I the other two didn't some of my final happen. thoughts about this one. First off, Please. is that I think the best name of any of the movies was the one that I thought of for not my own movie is Killer Beaver. Pretty good. Yeah. Kill, no, sorry, Killing Beaver. Killing Beaver. Yeah, yeah, Killing Beaver. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. 
But uh, kind of rude, but in the seventies it would okay, go so right yeah. down the line. I, uh, I I just want to say, you know, just you know, let it be known, this was my first idea for a list episode. We gotta bring credit to that. This did not just come out of the fucking. We did as Dom's idea. We we honed it. We we, we psyched it, it uh, in. You the know, show. It, it changed significantly from the original idea, but I think it, this definitely was the best way to do it. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it was Dom's idea. Yeah, we um, need more of this. This was uh, right off the bat. Yeah, tomorrow we were like, nope, something mm-hmm. special is here. We don't even know what, but we know it's it's here. It's mm-hmm. here, and this is going to happen. And Dom yeah. thought of this. And uh, I especially <laughs> like that. The initial discussion. Just like Leonardo DiCaprio told Amy Adams, we don't know why it's here, but this is going to happen. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, but Let's not forget that this was an idea that was pitched a couple months ago. Mm. It was. And we didn't talk we about didn't it. We didn't understand it. We didn't talk about like, it we know until you got something, last. It's confusing as fuck. Last Saturday. Yeah. Was, we were hammered. Yep. Three in the morning. Yep. We were like, we need to figure out what After we're doing for the podcast everything. in six days. Mm. Yeah, I know I had just fucking... In case you folks think we do think of it before, which we always say, we go, we got plenty of ideas, and then we always decided the day before. But this is a whole week before. We had a whole week Um, But now, some thoughts more based on the actual discussion that we did have. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, We all picked, whether it was the ones that we actually picked for the movie or just ones that we were thinking of, no one picked any bad choices, except for Scott's death. But <laughs> <laughs> which turned out to be the best choice. <laughs> which ended up being the picture movie because yeah. it sounds the best. Um, no, I, I think it was uh, a lot harder than expected, but very fun to pick actors for a movie without knowing anything about it except yeah. for I want this guy have have or faith in woman in it. I mean, I picked Tarantino, but I, I didn't even get into the detailed scenes of uh, the feet. The, yeah, the feet. I mean, eighty. <laughs> no, obviously about Denzel being like, I'm black. Am I wrong? Cause I want to get it on to let that. Anyways, so I got go. Um, Django Unchained, great movie. And uh, yeah, I th- I think that's probably it for my final thoughts. All right. Other other so, than yeah. I I can't wait to to we see what we do in ten episodes. Episode seventy. 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 It's coming up. Dylan, can we have yeah. your final thoughts, please. My thought. My final thoughts are. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed putting this one together. I had a lot of lists. I did a lot of uh, just sitting around in the car trying to figure out what it was, and um, and it was really a challenge. This is one of the most challenging ones I've had to put together. It was because we had variables. Where usually we have our list yeah. set up, we have all our <clears throat> arguments set up, but little do we know, you end up having a coming-of-age story. Yeah, and everybody can write something pretty fucking solid pretty quickly. I turned, I mean, yeah, pretty good. It was good. not fucking bad, man. We had like probably good. like 15 minutes you know, upstairs yeah. you know, using the bathroom, and then we'll come back down here with, Gold, Jerry. It's mm-hmm. gold. With Round pure, team. With pure gold. Everyone pure did fucking great. Solid gold. It's funny as fuck. I can't wait to promote the fuck out of this episode. Same here. And, uh, and this is this is some funny shit. This is some funny shit. And I enjoyed my time with you guys as always. And it was fucking great. So excited for what's next. And uh, and just, yeah, huge fucking credit to Dom for this one. This is all your idea, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah. For my final thoughts, again, same thing as you guys. That was awesome. It's always great hanging with you guys in the basement and undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think we we pulled it out as we always do. It's like we found a weird idea, and then we do weird ass shit and vote for it. And even though we didn't solidify it till we get there, it goes with the episode. I mean, I I in a million years I wouldn't have guessed um, any of these three movies. 
I thought I was going to be like, okay, we're going to do like a fucking heist movie starring mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no one's trying to fucking. We, no. we know that the three of us aren't pulling that no. shit. No, no, no. Yeah. But that's what you see on paper. Yeah. Uh, but this is what it is. It turns out that it actually is a movie starring Scott Stan. <laughs> which I did not Mike, see Mike, coming. Michael Clark Douglas. I knew that. Meryl Street. I really thought it would be Dylan Pick, Kirk Douglas, Michael Douglas, and Michael Clark Douglas <laughs> in 40,001 Leagues Under the Sea. And Don't the, think that wasn't very, very close to my I first thought. I cannot believe it didn't. I actually, I'm glad I didn't bet Dom because I was like, I have my life savings on. He picks Kirk Douglas for one of his yeah, actors. Yeah. It was on there. But it was my like second bet thought. was Meryl Streep, and you did pay that and one you off. You got something yeah. right. Yep. And there we go. So anyways, it's been another 10 episodes of Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. We fucking love you guys. We love seeing it here. And uh, look forward to seeing this on the new website, the DJBasementPodcast.com, where you can see all the shit that we have. And hopefully we'll be coming out with some merch and some... Uh, nerdy shit and uh, obviously all the episodes here and we just we just love it it's a good time yeah we'll do some cool stuff on there too like stickers and whatever and uh, you hit us a shout out and we'll we'll hook you up we'll take care of you like we do with um, what's his fucking name Wallace Wallace I say Wallace exactly and and obviously Wallace will be here too Um, Wallace's second appearance is today he's only been on some commercials uh, so he's he's, he's been waiting we're happy to bring him in Ah, oh my god ah. oh shit he bites so hard that's Um, what you get that's what you get. <laughs> That's not fair. Dude. Wallace, Down Wallace, Down since Wallace is a is a better. is a Jewish um, watchmaker from New York City, uh, he definitely likes New York style pizza. I know that. I want eat that Detroit style shit. I'll tell you that. That's right, Wallace. Yeah. Thanks you know what, hook. Dylan? What's up? I'm a fan. You're a fan, dude. Yeah. Yep. How's Brooklyn? Eh, it's been better. Yeah, it's been better. Yeah. 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 It's all right, cool, though. Man. You know what? One thing, Dominic, let me towards the camera, please. Not you. Oh, wait, wait, look at you in one second. The gall. Camera, please. <laughs> fucking gall, dude. I love the Dylan and Joe basement podcast. I'm a big fan. And even though I'm not in every episode, that's all right. Even though I've been paid for my work. And even though I haven't been cast in one of your motion pictures, it's okay. Because I believe in this podcast. And I love podcasts. Dominic, what a podcast. I'll tell you right now, Wallace, but first, I think you've earned this. <laughs> Wallace loves drinking. Hey. Oh, yeah, there we go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dude. <sighs> Nothing like a cigar. What are podcasts, Wallace? Yeah. Don't even worry about it. We'll see you next week, folks. Next week, folks. We love you guys. Coming, coming of, of age. age. It's a coming of age movie. That's going to be a tough one. Starring Scott Stapp, <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan, <laughs> and Meryl Streep. Directed by Four Leaf Tape. <laughs> Which is basically, like I said, every Stephen King movie. They're basically all bad, besides Ride the Bullet. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Such a movie. Okay, there, Big Shoots. Documentary. Can't do that one. We already said That's why I said it, because yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> coming of age. A coming of age tale at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre House before. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that fucking movie?
And the movie's name is My Sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Strap um, from Creed. Strap. Strap from from Creed, who who kills Meryl Streep right off the bat and then cuts Michael Clark Doug Duncan's legs off. Michael Clark Douglas. Michael Clark Douglas. <laughs> Douglas's, Duncan's legs off. I ate Meryl Streep's pussy. And then Sophie's choice. Because people listen to her and be like, "You just said that." It's been like half an hour for us. They have no idea. This reminder is for us. It's not for you. We also have a new website coming out. DJBasementPodcast.com Is that so? DJBasementPodcast.com For the podcast? Doing your basement podcast? Oh, that's great to hear. 